What's good? What's good? What's good? Good people. Welcome out to Bars and Buckets podcast crew. Uh, you know, first and foremost, we uh, appreciate you all with your flexibility today, man. It's been it's been a wild one, but we wasn't going to leave y'all hanging, man. We appreciate y'all checking in today. Uh, Big Reg is having some technical difficulties, so whenever he joins us, we'll make sure we bring him on. But again, man, we just want to shout out to you all, our fans, our crew that check in every week. Man, bro, I can't believe it's been a month, man. We just four episodes in, man. Yeah, man, four uh, episodes in. We still here, and we've been getting better every week. We have a few more viewers every week, man. So it's it's love. It's love. I'm man, straight I'm excited. up. Most deaf. So uh today gonna look a little different, man. We 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 ain't won't have no free throws today. So this this go this gonna be a little crazy. But um yeah. and you know, but bro, in uh in place of talking about free throws, man, with us being in the month of March, man, I wanna Give a shout out, man, to the women, bro. Um, you know, Women History Month, yep. Yep. Uh, especially our sisters, African American sisters. Um, you know, those of you who are doing amazing things and making an impact in your community, uh, your careers, man. From the the bars and buckets crew, man, we certainly want to send our appreciation and celebrate our women out here, man. Doing Definitely. doing great things. Definitely, yeah. Salute to our sisters. So. Queens. Yeah. So today, man, we we got quite a few things on on the on the plate today that we want to jump into. Um, you know, we've had a few things come down our radar this week. So, you know, we we excited to kind of, you know, hit y'all up with a few things, man. But first and foremost, since we're talking about hometown and we're talking about being here in the city of Shy, man, let's talk about these bulls, man. Let's Let's talk about this, you know, second half of the season. Um, they got the second hardest strength of schedule mm-hmm. to uh to finish out, man. We know we know they're not healthy, um, and they're still trying to get healthy. We know about them, um, you know, we know that they are, you know, kind of struggling a little bit, man, to uh yeah. finish out games and you know, turnovers and energy. Man, so what what you what you've been picking up, man, from from the boys, man, what what they need to do to kind of right this ship a little bit. Well, one, I'm noticing that they have a they don't have the best record when it comes to playing teams over 500. So all these contenders that they have, well, the few contenders that are out there are on their schedule. So I mean, I see like they play the Bucks what three times before mm-hmm. the in the next couple weeks. I know they got them yeah. Friday. I mean, they got Atlanta tomorrow. They got to be careful with that one. You know mm. saying? They got to be careful with that one. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see. I mean, you got the Bucks uh, Friday. Then Monday, they got the 76ers. So, that's three tough ones right there. That's three tough ones. So, um, let's see. The Cavs, the Jazz, the Suns, March 18th, Toronto, March 21st, the Bucks again on the 22nd. What they're going to have to do is, man, they got to get into a – they're going to have to lock in defensively. Like, their next few practices need to just be um, strengthening their uh, defensive identity. Mm. Like, all right, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? And now, now that they have Tristan Thompson, 
bring him into the fold more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he gonna have to tell them them young bigs how to maneuver. You know what I'm saying? He's been on teams, successful teams. So they need to do that um, and work on ball movement. It shouldn't all just be stuck on DeMar DeRozan and Zach mm-hmm. Levine to just go out there and get buckets. Right. Now this is the time where these other guys going to have to step up a little bit. I mean, yeah, Io and Kobe, they've been doing their thing, but now we need a little more. We need a little more, you know, until we get, you know, Alex Caruso and, you know, people like that back. Uh, Patrick Williams, you know, so everybody gonna have to, you know, what I'm saying, you know, give. I know they're giving 110. They gonna have to give 120 now. Right, right. Um, and I think maybe grabbing a, a big. I mean, like I seen, um, like I just seen, uh, who was that? DeAndre Jordan is available. Mm-hmm. And they need somebody like that. And he's a rim protector. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna block a he gonna block a lot of shots. He's gonna grab rebounds. And on the pick and roll, you better stick with him. Or right. You know, <laughs> on, on, on your head. Look up, Marlon. Say cheese. Say cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, that's what's that's what's gonna have to happen. Yeah, man. So you you brought up some interesting points, man. Uh bully also, you know. And I think he a little biased. You know, he did say we got a great team, so I appreciate that. Nice core to build around. You know, yeah, the young boys, I mean, they, they got a little work to do. But, I, you know, the, the biggest thing for me is, and you brought it up too, is that, you know, beginning of the year, man, they were like a top five team defensively in efficiency, man. Um, do you think that the – you know, do you think that us – Missing uh, Caruso and, and and Ball really, really made that big of a drop off for us on the defensive end. Yeah, um, reason I say that is because those were the guards. They they had that defensive pressure up top. You know what I'm saying? So with them not getting at them, them you know them not being there, those other guard, those um, opposing guards getting to the lane, they causing they wreaking a lot of havoc once they get in the paint and dish to a shooter, you pay mm-hmm. attention, the Bulls they give up a lot of jump shots, like open jump shots, open right. jump shots and a lot of dunks because people getting right, they getting right in the mix of everything, dishing off, somebody open, they're going to knock it down. They they professional basketball players. They're going to knock mm-hmm. it down, and if they got a, a big man with some heart, he's going to punch your ticket. That's it. He's going to punch your ticket. He's going he gonna to be on top of you, you know, creating a poster. So. Yeah. Um, those two were those Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso were integral parts of it. Yeah, yeah of that yeah. defense. Yeah, and I think uh, you know another name you mentioned too, um, Tristan Thompson, which is our, our new addition. Man, um, these last few games, man, especially like to close out the games. Um, the one thing I noticed, and and, and I and I get why they're or why Billy's trying to go Vooch's way for you know the offensive side but i think in in the closing moments or at least in like close games like that i think tristan thompson needs to see the see the floor a little bit more um just based off of his versatility um Mm -hmm. you know based off of his you know he has a pedigree you know especially on the defensive end um i Mm -hmm. was watching the clip the other day man where he was like literally out there directing traffic like Mm -hmm. like no no you go up there i got this 
You know right. what I'm saying? And, and, and putting that's people, what they need. And that's what they need. You know what I'm saying? So they need somebody back there. They're going to have that that trade-off, like where you see them doing like um, late, late in late-game situations where Vooch is playing offense, then they mm-hmm. call that timeout, of, you know, cause that foul. So they have, you know, so they can get the sub in and let Tristan Thompson come in and play the defensive end. So you may see that uh, on and off, you know, in the uh, playoffs. Yeah, and, and and that probably can be, you know, I think the biggest thing is them catching the rhythm, man. Like they just, you know, right now with with so many people, uh, you know, being in and out, and you know, we of course we Bulls ain't the only team suffering from from injuries and all that stuff or whatever the case may be. Um, but I think they have a little, I think their continuity is a little better where they shouldn't be, um, struggling as much. Right. It's, it's different when you have a team that really, the chemistry ain't there. Um, you know, another thing you mentioned was the ball sticking, Mm -hmm. which the ball didn't really stick earlier in the year. It was moving. Um, you know, Alonzo was pushing that boy. He was getting it to, you know, so that point guard play, man, I mean, has definitely impacted us as a team. Um, but I think that they can, you know, and I think we just got to get these boys healthy, man. I, I think it, it's no, you know, when I look at the East, I mean, the East has a few teams that, that stand out, but I think from a health standpoint, if they're healthy and the mentality is right, man, I think they can compete, but it's going to be a tough stretch. Like, like I said, you know, the schedule that they have to close out this year, man, they, they are playing a lot of teams over 500. So, they're gonna to have to to bring it. I agree with you, man. Like you, spot on with it. Spot on with it. Um, even with moving the ball, Alex Caruso was a decent ball handler. Like I mean, like moving the ball, he was decent at it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know, it didn't stick when it came his way. So him and Lonzo definitely moved that ball. Um, and I think Lonzo there, it just gives that that flow that everybody just want to pass the ball. You know, everybody want to move the ball. It gives better movement. Facts. Big Reg, welcome to the show, Brody. Man, am I on this joint, man? What the Man, you, you on this joint, man. What's up, man? I'm about to call 12 people and curse them out, man. <laughs> I couldn't get, I couldn't get no nothing. I couldn't get no connection. My phone was going in and out. My laptop was going in and out. Boy, I had to pull a whole bunch of your digs. But what's up, man? Damn, man. 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 I'm late, everybody, man. What we on? What we talking about? Man, so, you know, we, we just started off the show, man, you know, letting them know that, uh, you know, this week we planted a little safe, man. We ain't really hit them with the free throws, man. But, um, you know, in place of free throw, you know, we gave a shout-out to uh, to our sisters, man. We gave a shout-out to the women. This being March is Women's History Month. Uh, you know, so we gave a shout-out on behalf of the crew just to say, you know, thank you and keep making an impact. We appreciate all that you do. And uh, then we jump right into the Bulls, man. We, we're talking about this strength of schedule. You got the second hardest um, schedule left for the, the remainder of the year. You know, talked about trying to get healthy. Um, and, you know, me and bro talked a little bit about utilizing Tristan Thompson a little bit more in situations to close games. Because, you know, what I've noticed recently, man, is that our defense has fell all the way off, man. So to the beginning of the year, we were top five in defensive efficiency and, in terms of what we did. So I think we got to get back to the root of that. Um, Corn also mentioned, you know, making sure that ball don't stick, so moving the ball. So, man, we just really just kicking back right now, talking about, 
you know, giving a little recap and talking about the Bulls and how we got to, you know, fix some things the second half of the season, man. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? Um. Okay, so can you, first of all, can everybody hear me good? Decent, you all good, brother. So, look, man, I y'all know, you know, the guys know, before the season started, what I was saying. What, what, what was my first thing I was saying about the Bulls? He said the Bulls were going to Bulls, the championship. Right, right, right. Bulls and championship, <laughs> Bulls and foam, Bulls and, you know. Nah, the first half of the season, man, we, look, we surprised a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Debo been snapping and, and, and taking the league by storm. People was giving him his flowers. They're coming out publicly and giving him his flowers, you know what I'm saying, which is respected for. Uh, we, we battled some injuries and stuff like that. We had some, some rocky games or whatever, but. It's towards the halfway mark of the season and, and, and towards the, you know, during the show, we're going to give all the midseason MVPs, awards, you know, out to what we think it is. But the Bulls right now scare me because 20 games left. We are about 2-12, and 2-13 against teams over 500. Right now, if the playoffs start today, we'll be facing the Brooklyn Nets, which would be a not-so – face KD in the first round. I mean, I just, I just not a good feel for where I see the Bulls at. Uh, um, give me Atlanta. Give me, I don't know, Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Give me somebody around that Cavs, you know? I don't want to see Giannis. I don't want to see Embiid. I don't want to see KD in the first round. So, most people would say right now, the best bet for the Bulls is to keep losing because... <laughs> We don't want to go against a – see, seeding is everything, and especially because every the games are so close in the Eastern Conference, right? You know, one game behind each other, two games behind each other like that. The defensive uh, point, because we haven't had Caruso, who, who, who's a lot of on-the-ball on uh, pressure, half-court pressure and things like that. Lonzo, who's a good defensive point guard. Um, P. Will, who's a good defensive forward. You know, all these people who, who are who – are, Set the defensive identity, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of showing itself. So I think the Bulls, um, we do got a tough, tough schedule coming up as well. But if we don't win of these next 20 games, we are in danger of facing either the Nets, the Sixers, which I think the Sixers are going to quietly creep up a little bit, or the Bucks. So do y'all – I mean, I still – fucking, I still won't go with the Bulls in seven, but do y'all still think the Bulls can win those series in the first round? I Yeah, man, those, those are definitely some some tough outs right there, Like, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that, you know, I think Giannis is, of course, just on a mission. Like, he he, he is who he is right now. Um, you know, we, we joked a little bit, but we were serious when we said it's, it's MB's team. Right. So as he as he goes, that team goes. Um, so that that'll certainly play a piece. And we don't have an answer for that at all. Neither one of them. Right. But I do think that at full strength, we could at least make it a competitive battle. Um, I think that if we enter that in, without full strength, we don't have a chance. Um, we can't that, you know, we we not winning against none of them teams with, with Matt Thomas. In the starting lineup. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So we we gotta have we gotta have our dogs back, our dogs ready. Um, and if they are, then then we'll be okay. I mean, I, I still think it's gonna be tough though, either way. Um, because they do have a little bit more on the, the power side in terms of like power figures than we do. Um, you know, DeRozan is playing out of his mind. Uh Zach is trying to get back to himself with that knee. Um, hopefully, you know, that, that um having it drained and all that stuff put him back in place. But it's gonna that'll be tough, man. I'm I'm with you that that's not what we want to see right out the gate. Um, but the one thing I don't want to do, whoever we play, is don't fold. I don't need you folding to nobody. Like you show up and show up to play. So, but yeah, it'll be tough. It'll be tough. Um, I like to say, I mean, given that the Bulls are second right now, even if they lost, for example, if they lost 15 of these next 20, let's just say, they still going to cross paths with one of the monsters anyway because one of them going to take advantage. You know what I'm saying? Like Brooklyn, Philly, somebody going to take advantage. The Bulls going to see him anyway. Now you you just – Switch spots with them. Give me who's the who is the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth seed right now in the East? Uh, that'll be seven, the playing games. Seven Toronto, Brooklyn is eight, Charlotte is nine, Atlanta is ten. Oh, okay. Charlotte so either way. Okay. Either way. And Charlotte just grabbed Ibaka and who else? Well, no, uh, Milwaukee got Milwaukee yeah. got surge. Yeah. Right. So who did Charlotte just grab? They just grabbed somebody. Grabbed it. And, um, oh yeah, Isaiah yeah. Thomas. And, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and, and they picked up Harold. I mean, I like Charlotte. Charlotte's a sneaky good team. But oh, yeah, you said seven, seven. Seven is Toronto, right? And eight is Brooklyn. Correct. Yeah. How many games is, is Brooklyn behind Toronto for that seven? Um, three and a half games. Ooh. Well, three games. I'm sorry, three games. My bad. That, that, that's going to be tough to, to 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 catch them unless unless Booker start catching the rhythm. So ideally, we're saying right now, if the Bulls is constructed right now, let's say they won half, they split even ten and ten, or even a little bit above or, or less, they are gonna face either um, Brooklyn or Toronto. Now, what is what is um, Charlotte's record? You say eight, right? Charlotte, Charlotte is nine. And they're okay. thirty-one and thirty-three. Brooklyn is eighth. So, so how, many, how many games is Charlotte behind Brooklyn? Um, one and a half. That's too tight. So I mean, ideally, we're looking at the Bulls even facing one of those four teams in the first yeah. round: Toronto, yeah. Brooklyn, Charlotte, or Atlanta. Atlanta. Out of those four teams, who do you think we got the best matchup with in the first round? Um, I'm gonna go with the best matchup. I'm gonna have to say Charlotte is the best matchup. Okay. Um, Atlanta, their team is too long and athletic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Collins, you got some dogs that play. You know, what I'm saying Trey Young, we've been struggling against shooters. Somebody with a burner. Lighting the bulls up. So Trey Young, <laughs> Trey Young, he, he didn't he didn't hit his groove. He was struggling earlier yeah. in the season. He, he didn't he didn't found a shooter didn't found his shot, man. So um it's gonna be tough. I mean, either way, 
with the Bulls getting in, man, the East, the all of these teams, the East is tight. Like, are decent yeah. Eastern Eastern Conference basketball is back to when we was kids, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eastern Conference basketball is back. All these teams have respectable rosters, and you got to come and play ball. Yep. Now it's gonna come down to coaching. So now, you know, Billy D is uh, you know what I'm saying now we're gonna see what he really, really made of. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, you know, they draw up some some decent plays that way. Because I hate to see the Bulls get out there and Demar Derozan out there shooting forty shots a game, trying to keep right. him in. He got to score 50, 55 yeah. for us to win and all that, man. Like, it should. I want to. I want to see team basketball. Cause that's yeah. who wins, man. That's who wins. That's that's facts. That's facts. Who you think our best matchup is, like? I got to agree with Bro on that one, man. Um, I think um, Toronto gives us fits because of their tenacity, right? They give us fits because they just grind it out. Van, Van Fleet is that dude. Um, you know, he's been <laughs> been overlooked a whole lot in his life and he's you know showing people why he shouldn't have been overlooked um so he's definitely worth what he got paid and he should have um and uh you know brooklyn again that's you know if we're talking about health and people being fully healthy you don't want to see that like that you don't you don't want no parts of that um because they just have too much uh charlotte you know charlotte's up and down they they a young squad but the experience piece, I think we can win that 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 over them uh, from a star power perspective. And then again, like Bro said, Atlanta, you know, they they young. I mean, they long, they athletic, got a shooter. Um, so yeah, I think Charlotte does give us, you know, the best option to come out if we have to pick out of that four. Okay. Well, I would say Charlotte. I agree with Bully. What do you say? Experience matters. It'll be interesting whoever they go against in the first round. Yeah, experience matters, and that's why I don't want to face Toronto because Toronto still, for the most part, they want to chip. I mean, they mm-hmm. still, for the most part, got a lot of those guys together. Yep. Same coach, same you know, for the most part. Yep. Um, yep. Brooklyn, come on, man. You know, experience, KD, Kyrie. Even right. if he's just there half the games, that's still you know they got a good bench. Um, know, Kyrie might be back, bro. He talking about in New York lifting that vaccine mandate, man. So, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Kyrie might be back, back. Atlanta. Y'all see last year in the playoffs what Atlanta did, like how 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 that gear turned up with mm-hmm. them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's experience that. I think that they are feast off of in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I really want to go against that. So I will say Charlotte, but I will mm-hmm. man, look, the Bulls are a well-coached team. They deep. Um, they have great shooting. Um, I, I feel like they have a, a top 10 defense. It's just putting it all together. I feel like in the first round, if we go against Charlotte, I like us. If you go against Atlanta, I like us maybe in a tight six or seven game series. Mm-hmm. But Brooklyn and Toronto, I don't know. I don't. I, I can go either way, but I'm still going mm-hmm. to war. You know what I'm saying? So 
But the Bulls also don't need to have like a bunch of six and seven game series. Yeah. Because they're gonna be tired. If they ever they get they get to playing in June, they're gonna be burnt out, man. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be burnt out. They gonna have to they gonna they gonna need a few five games, you know, like one five yeah, games yeah. where they really just dominate somebody, man. And typically that's that first round right. for people that are seated high. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And with the East being the way it is right now, man, I don't it's see close. Them, <laughs> man, I don't see them five game and nobody, man. I don't man. see a sweep. I don't see any of that. Now, I can see them if they had Lonzo and Caruso and they are back in been doing like basketball activities secretly for the last two months that we don't know nothing about. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm. I see them really coming in and dominating Charlotte in five games. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They could possibly, you know, get Atlanta in a tight like five games where they barely edged them out and stuff like that. But they do a you know a string of seven gamers, bro, they gonna be done. Yeah. Done when it hit June. So, speaking of halfway marks of the NBA season, once again, thank everybody for tuning in, man. You know, to the bars and buckets, man. Be sure you go subscribe, man. Subscribe. Check out the show on Instagram, man. Bars and buckets, YouTube, man. Um, We're trying to get these numbers up, man. So, be sure you tell your friends, man, and anything like that, man. We got a special surprise, man, for the first 100 people, man. The first 100 people that subscribe to the channel, to the podcast, you know, to the to the page and everything, man. We we gonna give y'all a special special shout out, man. We gonna get special the free throw. We gonna you know we gonna do a bid for y'all, man, to represent with us, right? So, speaking of the halfway mark of the NBA, man, I was fabricated by what I saw on ESPN about a week ago about midseason MVPs, midseason mm-hmm. awards, right? And they had the top five or people that who you know universally who they was people was. Um, putting in that MVP mark. If, they, if the MC was the end today, we'll be the MVP. So they had Embiid, they had Jokic, right? They had Giannis, mm-hmm. you know, the typical, the usual suspects, right? Um, they had the Rosen. They threw the Rosen in there. Uh, but the person that took a, a large leap in the um, MVP race that surpassed Chris Paul was John Moran, right? So mm-hmm. I want to know who is y'all mid-season right now? The season ended today. Who is y'all MVP? Who gets the award? <laughs> well, you know, I'm you know, I'm, I'm I'm legit biased to to the home team a little bit. Um, and I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell you why. Um, however, if it wasn't him, it would be Embiid. Um, at this point, um, but I I I, I really. When it comes to DeRozan, man, I I'm I wasn't caught off guard like a lot of people are okay. um, with how he's performing. I think that system plays a lot into to what you can do as well. Um, I knew that he still has something left in the tank, and, and of course he's motivated, right? He's motivated to prove, um, you know, prove a lot of people wrong that thought he was done or, or thought he couldn't be what he is. Um, but it's clear, man, it's clear that he has, he has that it factor. Um, of course he needs help to get him, you know, over that hump, but he has the it factor, man. Like he has that, he has that drive. Um, 
You know, he has that drive, you know what I mean? And and that and that you really can't you can't fault him for, right? You can't turn that away. Um, so I mean, right now, just based off of performance, just based off of what he's had to go through and hear and people tearing him down and saying, Oh, why would y'all go after DeRozan? He ain't a good fit for your team. He don't have nothing left. Based off of all of that and how he's performing, that's my midseason MVP. Hmm. Bebo, okay. All right. Um, let's see. I am biased. I mean, I you know, I know y'all are more Bulls fans than I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I'm just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, our group chat go. Yeah. Um, but I I like what DeRozan has been doing. Uh huh. Um. But I'm almost certain everyone's gonna say DeRozan, so I gotta be different. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with John Morant. Ooh. The reason I say John Morant, the third year, third year out of Memphis. He right now is 43 and 19 in the West. Correct. Mm-hmm. They have the third, the number three seed. Mm-hmm. John Morant just. Keep getting better, man. He just had 52 the other night. Um, I mean, even though he had that little stretch where he was out and they kept winning, um, they get when he got back, they got better. Uh-huh. And you uh-huh. seen they got better. You know what I'm saying, um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with John Morant, man. I, I, I like Shorty Game, man. Like, yeah. He's a dog, he's he a dog, he's he is is a dog, dog. and he's exciting, man. Yeah. Exciting, yeah. yes, and he's posterizing, posterizing people. everybody, yes, everybody. So, this is what I don't like about this, right? Because, do y'all remember when Steve Nash, Steve Nash won MVP, right? Matter mm-hmm. of fact, back to back, back to back MVPs, yeah. We spoke do y'all about know who, who, who he won. Who does Steve Nash beat out MVP both Kobe, of those years? Kobe, Kobe Bryant. But that we we spoke that about was, that yeah. in our first show. Mm-hmm. That's because Kobe was dealing with you know what I'm saying the sexual assault charge. He was dealing with that case. You know what I'm saying, and to have him as the MVP of the NBA at the end of the day, man, that was a business move. Mm-hmm. That was a a pre-cancel culture, like let's you know, say like <laughs> let's not get yeah. let's not get canceled, right? Um, before there was a cancel culture, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, but Nash he was winning. You know what I'm saying he was winning. Let's not I don't take away from Nash, <laughs> okay? At all, he was doing his thing. Okay. You know, what I'm saying at that particular time they was what. The Suns was scoring under ten seconds. You know, what I'm saying they yeah. still had fourteen seconds on 14, the shot clock. Right. Right, they was getting down seven seconds you or less. Was, you was getting smacked with a jumper and back, mm-hmm. and they was back on defense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So y'all know, um, y'all, y'all know, y'all know. I'm gonna ask this question, right? Is, is, is Steve Nash the top five point guard of all time? He's not a top no. five. Okay, he's no. not a top five, no. but Nash is. Damn good. I'm not hating on no Steve Nash. And how did you say it? Let me just say Why I'm wasn't he in the top 75? Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, 
it's a, it's a national not, opinion, especially if you have people like because Jason Kidd was in, right? Kidd was in, Kidd yeah. was in. Yeah. Now, I mean, if you go, you should have, they should have yeah. been mashing that. If Kidd was should've in, Kid, Kid might have got the nod off of. He might have got the nod a little bit off that ring too. Do me, a, do me a quick yeah. little favor. A quick little favor while I make my point. Look up mm. um, Steve Nash's um, points and assists the two years he won the, won the MVP. I just want to make sure. So, okay, so when we think about the most valuable player in the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. They have different ways of how they view that. Okay, they look at the standing, they look at the team, they look at the person's skill, they look at the age, you look at all this, right? You, um, to 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 get that award. <laughs> saying if they take you off of this team would this team be where they is right now basically mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. would this team have the same success that they would have if you was off of this team basically which, which would equate to the most valuable player right right okay so if we're talking about um and i think and, and when i'm t- thinking about that i'm always thinking about the steve nash thing because that you know that's just something you know mm-hmm. i'd be just thinking about a lot but mm-hmm. this year alone you got Embiid, Giannis won last year, but he, they put him back in there again. So yeah, Giannis, mm-hmm. Embiid. Uh, I'm sorry, Jokic won. Jokic. Last year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, putting Jokic back in there. Embiid, mm-hmm. Jokic, Giannis, Morant, and Debo. Now, realistically, I want y'all to think about this. Mm-hmm. Take each one of them off that team. Mm-hmm. Take each one of them off that team. Which team was still in the conference and have a good record. All, all the five players. Which team would still make a make some noise? Still um, do some do some stuff. Have a good record. About above five hundred. Above you know, five hundred. Yeah, still kind of like flirting with making the playoffs. Just take all of them off that team. Uh, yeah, pick yeah. One team that would that was still you know. Yeah. Yeah, bully. Uh, yeah, everybody know Kobe got robbed. Yeah, sure. we all know that, that. that. That's for damn sure. Um, now, the first year Nash won MVP, um, he was eight at uh eighteen point eight points per game, ten and a half assists. Okay. Four boards. Um. I mean, and Kobe was at 35 points per game, four assists, five boards, and one close mm-hmm. to two steals a game. To, yeah. I mean, Kobe, we, we already know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like that, that's not that. really a debate. Like, you know what okay. I mean? Like, we feel you when you when you talk about it. That's that's not right. really a debate. Um, but I I'm to answer your question though, mm-hmm. which team would probably be the most successful if you pull those names off? Yeah, take them I'm, off that I'm, team. I'm going to say Milwaukee. Okay. If you pull, if you pull, if you, Giannis off, the but as compared to pulling Embiid off of Philly, right? Pulling Demar off of the Bulls, the Bulls, right? Pulling um, who else we said? Jokic, Jokic, uh, Jokic off of, uh, yeah, ah, uh, but shoot, they struggling right now though, and he is playing. Hmm. What 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 seed is it? The Nuggets in the West right now. Um, the Nuggets are the sixth seed, thirty-six and twenty-five. And, and you know, okay, and that's without Michael Porter and um, yeah. what's, what's their point guard name? I forgot. Murray, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I, you know, re, I, I do. I, I still say I think that. Uh, I still think Milwaukee have, would have the better chance just based off of their collection of their their team, their roster. Their roster is a little bit deeper to deal with because Giannis did miss a, some games this year too, um, and they still were able to win and compete. Um, but I don't see none of these other teams over 500 if you pull them names off. You know what I'm saying? Like, not like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So that's why I say that this year's MVP, and I compare it to the Nash era when it was Kobe got robbed. Because mm-hmm. anybody with eyes can see that what DeMar DeRozan has done over the last 20 games, 30 games, clutch-wise, <laughs> just fourth quarter-wise, right, right. we haven't seen this since. They, they compared him to Wilt fucking Chamberlain. I mean, come on, man. Like, we haven't seen this. You see what I'm saying? So, not saying that the Bulls wouldn't be as good, but when DeMar DeRozan wasn't on the Bulls last year, did the Bulls make the playoffs? And they Hell pretty no. much had the same – they had the same team. For the most part, yeah. For the most part, the same thing. Yeah. So, well, I mean, they got a better guard, right? Much better. Yeah, it was more. It was more yeah. pieces with it yeah. than yeah. than just Demar Derozan that made this team better. I mean, I I'm with you. Like, I feel where you're yeah. coming from. I know exactly where you're going. I feel yeah. you. But Lonzo had a lot to do with that too. Yeah. I mean, no, even though he's not here, right? You know what I'm saying? The unfortunate part is Zoe, Zoe ain't giving us 35, 40. You know, but but Zoe is giving us what we needed. We needed somebody to run the show efficiently. We needed somebody to up the tempo. We needed somebody to, you know, just have that ridiculous IQ and vision. Right. Like, I don't know, man. Like when I look at Lonzo, man, he's and he was another person that got a bad rap. Uh coming out of college when and I watched him play in college and I'm like, this dude got it. Right. And I, he got to the league and I'm like, man, y'all, what are y'all doing to this dude? And mm-hmm. the reality is they weren't allowing him to be him, you know? So the one credit that I would give to, to Billy D is he like, man, listen, do your thing, right? Play your game. Because when you look at this kid play, man, for real, for real, it's effortless. Right. When you look at him play, you like, damn, this, like you, you seeing this three steps ahead, and I didn't even see that, <laughs> you know. But so I do think he yeah. plays a role in it, but you know, but he ain't gonna give you that that power punch in terms of scoring that Demar gonna give you, though. Well, I also think with um, Lonzo, his real issue was and anybody pay attention. It was the media. It was the media speculation around him and his pops. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying once they got off, of, I mean. Yeah, his daddy's supposed to be like my son, the best basketball mm-hmm. player. My boys, he's supposed to do that. He's supposed to do that. But then, you know, the media tried to spin it. And then, you know, how the media create narratives. And him being a, a, a young basketball player, that started feeding into his, his head. Mm-hmm. Now he ain't trusting mm-hmm. his shot. Now he ain't doing a whole lot of stuff he should have been doing because he focused on what they going to ask him about his daddy after the game. Right. What right. my pops gonna tweet? Now, if you notice, Lavar been quiet. He been quiet, and them boys been able to hoop, man. They've been able to hoop and do their thing and live their life, man. So, 
Um, I'm sure he probably recognized that it was causing a distraction, mm-hmm. even though that's what he should have been doing. But it caused a distraction, and it was hindering Lonzo's game. So, I mean, more power to them, you know. Yeah, I yeah. think that. I think that DeMar Rosen is going to be first team all NBA this year. I think he's definitely probably going to win the scoring title. Actually, the way he's going, probably going to win the scoring title. That's interesting. Um, but I don't think they're going to give him the MVP strictly because I feel like it's between Giannis. I mean Giannis. I feel like it's between Jokic and and Embiid. And I I feel like that's not. I mean, and B was fucking crying. Y'all remember when he was crying when they lost against Toronto in, in a couple years ago? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like narrative and story play is big for the NBA as far as these awards go. You see what I'm saying? Jokic was the first, what, Serbian? What is he, a Serbian? I don't know what he is. Mm-hmm. S- something mm-hmm. like that. Serbian. First yeah. Serbian mm-hmm. kid to win the MVP. Oh, my God. We going <laughs> Steve Nash is the first, you know what I'm saying, um, whatever the hell he is, point guard. Canadian. I feel like storyline is going to fuel this MVP Mm -hmm. award, you know. Um, So so what would be his his first? Embiid? Yeah. Embiid has been preaching the process since I was 12 years old. Oh, so he's the the first to preach the process and win MVP. finally working, you know. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, yeah, I feel like Harden, by, by Harden being there is gonna is gonna be a little difficult, but I feel like they're gonna give it to him just because. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he made. I mean, like Embiid is at twenty nine point eight points per game. Giannis mm-hmm. is even like Giannis is at twenty nine point four. He even in the yeah. mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, LeBron James is at twenty eight point nine, so he's third, and then Demar Derozan at twenty eight point two. Oh. So, it's, it's, I mean, it's tight. Then Trey Young, 27.9. Yeah, that's a tight so, Trey Young? Yeah. yeah really? Then John Moran after that, 27.6. So it, yeah, it can happen. I mean, LeBron James could, you know what I'm saying, slide <laughs> in. LeBron ain't winning MVP. I, I, no, I'm I, saying LeBron the scoring title. I'm saying the scoring title. Oh, the scoring title. Scoring yeah, title yeah. Probably. yeah. It's a possibility. Yeah, I, yeah he yeah. could do that. I mean, but the way Joel Embiid is playing and, um, I can see him. I can see him getting it, and yeah. he's not gonna pass up any shots to help hard now. No, he's gonna no, get his no, shots. No. He don't care about none of that. None I of gotta that. admit though, man. I looked at the last two day, games. They they play decent together, man. Like heart, like yeah. That game like Sunday, they was balling. Yeah, they got a good yeah. little flow to them, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got a good little flow yeah. to them. So yeah, and you're right, uh, cause oh, it definitely is about storyline. Storyline, yeah. Thank you. It really is. That's why I feel like, you know, they going it's gonna be in B to Jokic, but mm-hmm. the mom, man, look, everybody be giving us get this man his flowers, man. He in his what 13, 14 seat, whatever. Come on, man, he balling out. And I feel like he deserves a little bit more. Um I mean, in a fourth quarter alone, man. The man just he and he do the same, it's like he go to the same spots. Can't stop him though. He is like, what but do you do as a coach? <laughs> that's, but that's with any player. Yeah. Mike went Mike went to the same spots. Kobe same went to the spot. same It's where you have the most repetition. Are we gonna get you to your sweet spot? I mean, and yeah. they gotta stop it. Right, right, right. Yeah. That, and that's yeah. the thing, you know what I'm saying? Stop it. And that's why I was going, cuz I was gonna ask. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is DeMar DeRozan MIP eligible? Uh, that 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 is a good question though. Le- legit, legit. Because what was last year? What was uh, what does stats look like for last year? I feel I mean, like that's a lot of people in that in that category that can get that MIP though. I mean, I, I get shit, it. Probably not um, like probably not doing what he doing though. Yeah, that that's that's um. Mm. Let's see. Last year on San Antonio, I really feel like the low key sleeper for that MIP award is Van Fleet. Fred, yeah, mm. he was at twenty one point six points per game. Mm. Now he's at you know twenty eight point two, so yeah. that's a huge jump. That's a huge jump. Um, he's getting close to two assists more. Um. His rebounding is down slightly. I feel like field goal percentage is down slightly. Mm. But he balling. I don't care what nobody says. He's balling. balling. You know, it's like it's like it's like to to for if I'm DeRozan, I've been in this league ten plus years. I've been known as a I've been known as a hooper. I get buckets. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? When I was Toronto, I was always getting buckets. I went to San Antonio for three years. I had a you know down three years, but I'm in Chicago going back to box. It's like I would low key take that as a slap in the face. Like, nigga, I've been balling. What's the most improved? I've right, been balling. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Down, had a down three years? Because, I mean, he basically made Not really. <laughs> Not really. And I, and I had to take back some stuff I said about him in the past. Mm-hmm. He's been balling. He's been balling, bro. He's been balling. He always around 22, 20s, 23, yeah, 24 yeah. points per game. Mm-hmm. So, Mark doing his thing, man. He doing I don't know, his thing. man. I, I just, you know, what I what I can appreciate most in this new era and this three point driven league where people people literally passing up layups to throw the ball back out to the three point line, which drives me fucking nuts. Just yeah. so everybody who's listening can understand, I do not agree with the way they play now. It drives me nuts because man. you don't. You're right there at the basket. You have a layup. You have a dunk. You take the points. You don't throw it back out. But anywho, what I appreciate most about him is that is he's yeah analytics bitch. Um, is that he's defying the odds a little bit, right? His strength is the mid the mid range, right? His strength is the mid range game, and he's showing you or showing people who don't believe that you can still be effective. You know, playing that way. Like, I don't have to jack up 10 threes to get 30 points, right? Um, so that that's what I really like, man, is that, you know, he still he, he still got that, that kind of old school feel to it where, you know, he's taking shots that are efficient, you know, for the most part. You know, sometimes, you know he, what I, sometimes he I, may I, take some shots where I'd be like, all right, you shouldn't have shot that shit. But sometimes it's good. Check this out, y'all. I'm only saying this because – I got into a heated argument at the barbershop the other day about this, right? And dude, you know, you know, when I'm in the barbershop, I talk about sports. I talk about hip hop, whatever. Mm-hmm. This dude said, you know, I was talking about the Bulls. He was like, right now, I mean, overall, you got Debo, Paul George. Y'all, would y'all take Paul George? As an overall player, if I'm 
right about this. That's all. I'm just, just comparing, you know. Um, let's see. Right, all right. I mean, who do you who do you who would you choose? All right, for me, I was like I say, I spoke badly about you know. I won't say I spoke badly, but I just didn't see what um, mm-hmm. like my cousin that be on you know on here mm-hmm. Blake would say. Uh, I didn't see it. Now I I've historically been a bigger Paul George fan. Okay. Historically, so I'm not going. Indiana say Paul George, or are you talking about Thunder Paul George? Or I was a Indiana Paul George. You know, I was a Thunder Paul. You know, I, know I was that, a Thunder yeah. fan. Yep, I do know so, that. So, um, and he had he he had some dope years in OKC. Mm-hmm. Uh, just didn't pan out. Um, of course, this year Demar is balling better. Okay. I mean, overall, as an overall, overall player, who you picking? Which one? You got to go with one. Overall player. <laughs> it's kind of hard to, yeah, playoff P. Overall, and just keeping it real, overall, it's, it's hard to pick. They both pan, at this moment, they're both the same. Because, oh. like, Paul George has had seasons where he killed. And then he had seen where he fell off to where he had that 20 range, that 21, 22. Then we have, we seeing this DeMar DeRozan. We seen Toronto DeMar DeRozan. Then we seen him in San Antonio, San Antonio. where the narrative was he's mm-hmm. not hooping. And right. now we seen Chicago Bulls. So they kind of doing this. It's like when Paul George was hot, DeMar DeRozan wasn't hot. And they doing this. So right now, I mean, ain't like either one of them been MVP or, you know, this, that, whatever. Right now, as a whole career, in my opinion, they're about even. Okay, right Corn, real, real, real quick, Corn. Let's go through a couple of categories, okay? Um, ball handling, Paul George or D-Ball? Paul George. Paul George okay. is way better ball handling. Yeah. Okay, scoring, Paul George or D-Ball? Uh, I mean – I mean, like I say, just looking back, DeMar get buckets. I think Paul George get buckets a little easier. I think, like, his just look real fluid. You know what I'm saying? Like, Paul, I think for me, what I like about Paul, his game is a little smoother. It's a little smoother. Like, Debo, I mean, he he getting he doing his thing once again. But Paul George, like I say, I pay more attention to Paul George in the last few years. Here's the bigger one. Clutch, who's better? Um this one I fucked him up at the barbershop. I'm just saying this this, this was the one I messed him up with. Mm-hmm. I'ma have to say, I mean, for me, it's about I mean, we talk about <laughs> whole career clutch. Who's who's you need a bucket to win the game? Clutch. Who gonna get that bucket for you, Paul George or Debo? I mean, Debo. both of them get the bucket. Both of them get the bucket, bro. I mean, right now Chicago, us being, I see, like I try to be mm-hmm. subjective. We seeing Debo get buckets this year with Chicago. We can't be creatures of the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. I, Paul yeah. George knocked down game winning shots. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. I'm not trying to take nothing away from. DeMar DeRozan, mm-hmm. but I don't want to just get on here and yeah. jump on the bandwagon either. 
You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> okay. Being realistic, Paul George, I mean, he didn't he didn't smack some buckets. I mean, when he was down okay. in, when he was out in Indiana, mm-hmm. I mean he didn't broke a few hearts on them playoff court, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? OKC he didn't broke a few Western Conference hearts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. DeMar DeRozan and both of the, and the thing is, and I know Cuzzo made the playoff P thing uh, comment, but at the same time, DeMar ain't really showed us nothing in the playoffs either. Mm, okay. All that's right. When, that's when he get, you know, that's when he uh, become the invisible man from the Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. the invisible woman. I'm bad. Right. So, I've, uh, I'll probably follow DeMar more than y'all bros have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll and I'll say that because my you know my granny and bully bully is pretty much taking my answer. Neither is clutch. Um, okay, wow, all right. Yeah, bully's pretty much taking my answer here. But um, <laughs> my my granny uh follows San Antonio, right? So kind of by default, I've always watched San Antonio, even before. Tim Duncan was there. So we're talking David Robinson years, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I've always followed them. Um, I've, but, you know, and just watching basketball, I followed, you know, Debo when he was in Toronto. So, you know, the one thing, again, like, you know, Bully say the one thing that stands out for me is that when I think about DeMar, anytime I think about DeMar, I know, I know where, where it's going, right? I know what I'm getting out of him. Um, I look at the longevity piece too. He's never really had to deal with um, long long stretches of injuries, right? There we go. You know what I'm saying? He's, right. he's not had to deal with that. I knew so it was gonna come in there. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. Okay. So, so with that piece, that's where I lean towards Demar being better. Um, because I, when I think about Demar, I know what I'm gonna get. I don't always know what I'm gonna get from PG, and and again, I'm not not a pg fan right i'm a pg fan like i the, the dude got it um but there are times where i just be like bro what what the fuck like who who are you where this come from like just stick with the program you were you were being this was effective why are you going away from it but with demars it's, it's not one of those like like you what you see is what you get the dude gonna find his sweet spot he gonna give you that that up fake, you're going to fall for it. I don't know how, but you're going to fall for it, and he's going to do what he do with it, you know. But he just plays like this old this old school style of play, right? Even like bro mentioned PG being a little more fluid. Um, but he just plays with a – he plays with a patience, right? So when he makes moves, and some of them are real subtle, but even his subtle moves, sometimes he blow right by you. So I'm, I'm going to lean more towards tomorrow on that. Okay, so we got one DeMar, we got one PG. What do y'all think, man? When people was chiming in, who was better overall player? We went down as far as scoring, handles, clutch. Uh, you got to throw in athleticism. You got to throw in ball IQ. You know, you got to throw in all this stuff, right? Not a, um, not a, not a diet mellow. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I want to say that uh, I, 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 I fuck with PJ, P, PG game. I do agree with Quinn that he is a, he's smooth, right? Mm-hmm. He has a, a smooth game, game mm-hmm. to him. I feel like we can't ignore that injuries don't matter in this because injuries play a huge oh, yeah. injuries injuries play a, a factor so much that if Brandon Roy was healthy all his career, Brandon Roy would have been a, a, a you know what I'm saying, 
Like, yeah. like injuries matter in these types of conversations. My heart every time I think about that. <laughs> I just yeah. had work talking about Brandon Roy today, man. That hurt. That hurt my soul every time. Yeah. So I feel like Demar Derozan over a body of work, mind you, that he's missed. Hasn't missed a lot of games to injury at all in his whole career. I'm mm-hmm. Not saying that you can control injuries. So who the fuck control, control right. injury? You know, right. you never know when you're gonna get hurt. Right. But I will say something about Paul George though. When y'all y'all remember this a little bit when Paul was with OKC, mm-hmm. and it was about five seconds to ten seconds left against Portland, and he was sticking Dame, and he was like, I. Right, Dame flamed his ass. No, don't do that, bro. Don't do that. Oh, don't do that. When he <laughs> flamed his ass, Paul George was like, okay, what y'all say? It still was a bad shot. Now, I mean, from a basketball standpoint, it was a, was bad, a bad shot. shot. He <laughs> was like 40 feet from the rim. It was a bad he shot. smacked it, though. Regardless of the <laughs> okay. of he night, smacked it. it. He smacked it. I mean, shit, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Should have broke clock is right at least two times a day. I mean, George is what six nine six ten. Is yeah. he? I mean, Dame and, is, and Dame is like six. Dame two. is a hell of a player, bro. I mean, what was he going to do? Foul him? But an isolation, isolation player. Foul him. All right, look, listen, listen, listen. You got uh, you you got somebody forty feet from the basket. Let's just say realistically, thirty feet to thirty five feet away from the basket. You can you can defend that only so much. When we was younger, you foul somebody that far away from the basket, man. Your coach, man, you right. Hey, get man, your big your problem, man. Man. No, it's they was only down. Look, they was down by two. Yeah, that's like leaving. That's like leaving Steph Curry ISO with somebody with the, but, with, the, with the game on the line. But what do you, Paul what do you think George about, played decent defense. He still had a hand in his face. But no, he just I'm hit saying a damn as the coach. Shot. As the coach, think about football. As the coach, if you give Aaron Rodgers t- 10, 12 seconds left in the game to win a game, what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to just say, okay, well, we're going to let Aaron Rodgers beat us. Aaron Rodgers is going to beat your ass, right? He's going to take you out the game. Tom Brady comparisons. Thank you. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, all of them. If you get them time on the clock, <laughs> you get them time on the clock to win the game, them motherfuckers going to win the game. Yeah, I mean, dang. Are going to win it? Dame gonna win it, like you. But that shot, but that shot helped people take. That shot propelled Dame's, you know, swag in the league. That that propelled him. I mean, yeah, he was a shooter. Dame got busy, all that. But people started like, okay, he got a shot. He didn't. He (laughs) didn't hit this shot on a trash defender. Paul George is a decent two way player. I get that. You know what I'm saying? He defended. He had a he had his hand up. You know what I'm saying? He got as close to him as he could without fouling him. Dame just hit a shot. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He must have went to church that Sunday. Or something, <laughs> Stop man. It, man. Stop he tied. He tied. He tied. He, you know what I'm saying? He had he gave something. something to the building fund. Definitely, man. I'm just saying, you don't. He definitely got a kiss from his grandmother on the cheek before nah, he went they, out there they, and shot that shot, they, man. No, man. You they the when your grandma give you that kiss, man. They ain't been flame shots like that before. I'm saying in that possession, I don't care who the defender is as a coach. Look, we only down by two. 
Dame, if Dame get the ball, I don't give a fuck if y'all send two or three people to him. He not about mm. to get no. He not about to get no three points out to win a game just to end the series. Like that yeah. end of the series. Yeah, I mean, that's, so, you know, that's, only that's so coaching. Much you could do. I'm sure. That, that's, I'm that's sure coaching. Craig Elo feels the same damn way. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much you can no, do, but man. You can do, Craig. Got to take this shit. But Come that's on, but man. that's a coaching piece too, bro. Right? Because we all know, like, we know how we would have constructed that last that defensive stand in that moment right like i'm always i'm always a proponent somebody else is gonna beat me your best player is never gonna be your best player can't beat me in a situation like that they wouldn't even got he wouldn't have got the ball somebody else else gonna have to do this (laughs) cj mccullum would have had to shoot right they would have had to have man Whoever was out there with them, hey, man. Hey, Rodney Hood, good shot, man. Yeah, hey, hey, should I, hey, I that was a good shot. That. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, who, nah, that's who would have had. That's that's who would have had to shoot it, but Dame wouldn't even touched it. Dame should have just. Nah. Then he would have set out. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank You're you, right. Pat Bev wouldn't would never would never right. do that. He'd be like, oh, that's all I'm saying, man. I yeah, mean, he I'm wouldn't have like, let Dame get the he ball. He wouldn't have let Dame get the ball at all. He wouldn't have let Dame get the ball. He'd have been trying to fight him. <laughs> trying to fight him. You just can't you can't lose a game seven series like that. But and they've been talking trash all series, mind you. That team, mm-hmm. Westbrook was going back and forth. Like they was talking trash all season long. I mean, all series long. You yeah. can't end it off a motherfucker. Bye bye, right, nigga. Right. You can't kiss. end it off that. You know what I'm saying? So giving give you a kiss goodbye. Oh hell no. Nah. <laughs> and I'm oh. not like I said. I'm not throwing no shade on on PG. I fuck. I think PG is <laughs> that, good. That's what I'm saying, man. You know? right, fight, buddy. Right, we got to yeah. fight. Are we gonna wait in the bus for him? Right, right. We gotta have some words after this, fam. <laughs> yeah, that was. That been, was what tough. you say about my mama? Like you gotta make yourself mad. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think that. I feel like Paul George is a great player. I feel like he's he's a you know he didn't make the seventy five team, you know, and that's I mean, there's a lot of people that have, that feel like they have an argument, like yo, I should at least been considered, you know, what I'm saying or that, but I mean, he shouldn't have been considered for it. Just given his last few years in the league, he been he been oh he been under the Anthony Davis act. Yeah, he been mm-hmm. street clothes, street clothes, yeah. George. Yeah. But I feel like in that situation, we're talking about clutch. I need a bucket. I need to win. I need a, you know. Now, DeRozan defensively is is kind of, you know, he's not the best. I get mm-hmm. it. He's, you know. But um, clutch-wise, I've seen DeRozan do stuff this year. And some years in Toronto that was like, oh, yeah, he official. Yeah, but you know? you're basing most of that on what he did this year. That is correct. That is correct. But I will say that when Paul George was with Indiana and they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals or the semifinals. Always remember he's the reason Danny Granger got Yeah, no, I'll give him Always remember that. I'll give him his flowers. I just feel like Paul George, the only thing knocked against him is his injuries. And that that last few seconds against that OK series, when happens, bro. I'd have been like, "Look, coach, you want me to go? No, we need to du- we need to double him, coach. We can't. You gonna put me on? <laughs> what the fuck? No, that's that's for the game." I mean, Dame at that particular time, man. Dame Dame was definitely a, a dope guard. You yeah. had to watch, yeah. but that shot is what made him 
kind of that, that's what gave him the rep he has now. Like you bet not get him no space. You bet not. Yeah. Now people understand that. He hit a shot that made him really have that. Did he do it before? Yeah, I'm sure he's done it before. Before? Yeah. Well, would you but, get that same shot to, 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 to Steph Curry? Would you get that same shot to Steph Curry? Steph Curry's proven you better you guard better him guard from the him. locker room. Right. He's already showed you that. <laughs> right. That ain't he showed you that. And there had to be a moment in the NBA where people realized Steph is a shooter. He's a shooter. So that was that was that was you know uh Dame's moment. Mm-hmm. That was his moment. And it's basketball. You're gonna get you're gonna get a shot hit in your face. You're gonna get dunked on at some point, especially in the NBA. You are a professional basketball playing player playing quote unquote the best athletes in the world. Mm-hmm. You gonna mm-hmm. get dunked on. If you worried about getting dunked on or a shot hitting your face, you shouldn't even be playing. Cause you worried about the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point about um. That's true. Um, that's true, bully. I don't know, man. I feel like, but he's not. He's injury. Pro- the the leg thing that was a freak. Yeah, we not. That was freak. Yeah, we. That's a free accent. But other than that, man, he had been injury prone even before that, man. I mean, before that, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he he missed the. Even before that in Indiana, he has he was missing time for little little yeah, nagging things. My brother got pinkies, yeah. big toes, all kind of shit he's sitting out for, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, because I want to say it was 2016 when he when Steph smacked uh, Westbrook from half court on Saturday. Oh. It was a Saturday night. Saturday game. night, I forget yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it was a Saturday night NBA on ABC game. I remember watching that game with my old man and being highly upset because they was <laughs> Steph smacked buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he smacked him, won the game. Yeah, but damn it, clarification for, for for clarification purposes, right? Everybody that's cleaning the bars and buckets. We are not saying that Paul George isn't a top. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got. He got a. I had to stop he, myself he, there for a minute. He missed. He missed some. He missed, time. He missed, he missed time, so much man. time, man. No, 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 you no, can't no, put no, him. no, no, no. Hold on. It's tough. I had to think about this for my just this second. Mm-hmm. Is Paul George top ten small four? Top ten small four. A top ten small four in the NBA is is Paul today. George, I mean, we is we got a lot of small fours. There's Today, today. I mean, are we gonna take out? Who are you taking out? All the other like historical <laughs> small forwards, right? I'm saying small forwards from. from if, we, no, we, I can't. I can't. Go, I can't, can't give them top them ten. No, yeah, can't give them top ten. Um, at a point, he was arguably top ten at a point. But like I say, with the injuries and all that stuff, man, it it, 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 it slowed down. And then he's—I mean, he's te- he's paired on. He's on the same team with possibly one of the top ten small forwards, even mm-hmm. though he ain't playing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they got going on in L.A., man. They better figure it out. They gonna figure it out. They gonna because I'm telling you, for Paul George and Kawhi get healthy by the playoffs, Joe. 
I damn near got them against Golden State in the finals. I'm just, just I, 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 well, you know, I, I'm they, a, I'm, they got I'm a chemistry. That. That, I'm just saying they got a chemistry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna bite on that one. Yeah, I, mean, I want to say the Clippers probably like the Clippers beat motherfuckers without them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, I mean they stringing Terrence together. Yeah, they stringing together some wins. That that's I mean, for sure. Yeah, they the, they, I mean, they're the AFC. They're the AFC, but looking, let's see. But shoot, how close are they out to? How close are they to returning? Is the question. Right. I mean, they got you, the the Lakers. You go. You go. Need some tune ups. Yep. I mean, this Knicks game this Sunday, that might they might lose that one. Yeah. They might. They see the Warriors Tuesday. They play the Hawks Friday. Mm. They got the Cavs Monday the fourteenth. They got the Raptors, the Raptors okay. Wednesday the sixteenth. They got the Jazz on the eighteenth. The Nuggets on the twenty second. Seventy six on the twenty fifth. So it's it's not looking good for them either. They got a tough schedule. They got a tough schedule. Then they see the Bulls March thirty first. Okay. So I just we we talked about we talked about last week about as far as playoffs and who's going to make it and who Mm -hmm. are playoff favorites and things like that. I'm just talking about. Sneaky teams that we might got to watch out for, man. And I feel like the Clippers, the Jazz, you know, all these teams that's, that's been to the playoffs before but just couldn't get over the hump. It's mm. something about those teams. I feel like they, they might be hungrier. So we just I want to keep a keep an ear out for those because I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's something about – and even shit, truth be told, nobody want to talk about this, but since the Pelicans picked up CJ – them niggas been open. Like they I think they top they they the tip seed right now, right? Ain't they? Yeah, they the tip seed. Um yeah, been open, man. So CJ CJ been open. <laughs> yeah, they six games back from yeah. the AC. The AC though. So yeah. I mean yeah. sometimes gonna... it only takes that one person to come in and just like, uh, yo, let's get it in. Uh, let's get let's the... try to get in this play in. Let's try I to feel you. You know but what I'm saying? If they gonna get in the playoffs, Jesus gonna have to run point. Get smacked <laughs> if they go against the Golden State or something. Or, you know what I'm saying? They they gonna get smacked, but I'm saying like these teams be hungry, man. You just you gotta keep an eye. Out. Which reminds me, okay, let's switch gears for a minute before we go into music. All right, so look, with the NBA, but before we go into music, um, another thing, and we talked about this before. Both of these players are in a third year. I mean, they was well, I'm comparing them in a third year, right? Derrick Rose and John Morant. Right, mm-hmm. in the third year, John Moran's in the third year right now. Derrick Rose, when he's in the third year, he was killing just like John Moran. There's a bet going on in Vegas, right? That John Moran is going to finish his third year better than Derrick Rose did in his third year. And mind you, when Derrick Rose in his third year, niggas was talking about, oh man, this is the second coming to Jordan. Like, yeah, that's saying a lot to say he's going to finish his third year better than Derrick. That's saying a like. That's saying a lot. Now, I can. I'm gonna say. I mean, right now, put it like this: If he doesn't get injured, mm-hmm. I'll say he'll. He's having. He'll finish having an equal. Like the season Ooh. will be equal. I ain't, it ain't gonna be better. Like because right now his numbers ain't that much better. Like I seen. I seen something okay. on Facebook. Earlier this morning, like kind of like while I was getting dressed to go to work, 
I think like points per game, it was like, I mean, man, I want to see it myself. Hold on, man. I don't... Do you don't think that John Morant, is, as far as team wise, and I, I picked him to be year. MVP. Remember that early in yeah, the show. Yeah, I do. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, Derrick Rose third year, I think he had Booza, Noah, Ding. I think Keith Bogut's. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I, I that, feel like he, that third year, that was the Ronnie Brewer, Kyle Corver year. There, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Taj so, Gibson, Carlos. So Zuzzi. I think that I think that Memphis is kind of constructed the same as far as team, like as far as personnel, right? I mean, I don't I don't know exactly who Memphis got on their squad. I know they got JJ, Jaron Jackson, and they got um. You know, I think I love, you know, yeah, a lot of key players, but you don't think that Jaya has the same supporting cast as Derrick Rose in his third year and he's doing the same or, or if not better number? I seen John Morant dunk on a nigga the other night. And I was like, God damn. Yeah, well, look, that ain't that ain't the first. And Pooh <laughs> was, Poo was doing Poo the same was, thing. Right, right. I, I I do think that um I do think that Ja has a better repertoire for scoring let me let me go let me go pull up again i'm still listening go ahead yeah i do think that ja ja has a better repertoire repertoire for for for, for scoring like his jumper is better mm-hmm. um you know the explosiveness though is kind of the explosiveness is neck and neck really um but i do think his scoring is better uh and I mean, I who who is they coach again? Jank Jankson, <laughs> Jane Jane Janovich, something, something like that. Else. But I found the graphic. But, yeah, know. but Tibbs Tibbs is a um, a better coach. Think they so had I a little more. Think they had a little more experience too on that Bulls team. Better had a better coach. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that Bulls team was way better in my opinion. Um, so I found. The tale of the tape between both of their third years. Okay. All right. So, uh, points per game, they're about even. Jai's at 24.7. Uh, Derek was 25 points per game. Assists, Jai's 6.7. Derek, 7.7. Rebounds Ooh. per game, 5.1 for Jai, 4.1 for Derek. Steals per game, about one. Uh, field goal percentage. He's uh, John Morant uh, edged him out right there, forty nine percent. Derek was forty four point five. Forty nine percent. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three point percentage. Uh, ja was he's at thirty eight percent. Derek was at thirty three. We all know he struggled to shoot yeah. the ball yep. his first few years. Yep. Um, and then free throw percentage seventy six percent for Ja, eighty five. Rose, so that's what I'm saying. It's going to be just about the same. Mm-hmm. Like if he now, if he go on a string of 50 point games and all that, like I mean, he just smacked him for 50 the other day. So I'm not saying he's not. It's not capable of doing it, but I'm always going to be realistic. I'm going to always be realistic, and what because going them having a third seed in the West. Them last few games, he ain't going to go that hard. His coach going to tell him, chill, we got bigger fish to fry. I don't need you to go for 40 and 50 points. Mm-hmm. Give me I, don't like how did, I, don't, I don't like how he did my bulls, by the way. I just want to throw that in there. The Saturday night, <laughs> I don't like how he did my bulls. Like, hey. That nigga was – I don't like that at all. Hey, I mean, it is what it is. 
he 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 showed him what time it is. That's who he is, man. He showed him what time, but I don't think every game he gonna go hard like that because the coach gonna be like, bro, we playing the Pelicans. Listen, let's let's win, <laughs> but just give me your, give me your twenty twenty five and go sit down. Right, right, right. Let's go home. Yeah, let's go home. Because if he go out there, you know what I'm saying, clowning like that, he risk possibly getting hurt. Like what what happened to Pooh when he should have been sitting on the bench against the Sixers? Well, I'm not even getting to that. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Well, hold on. About give me, give me on topic. the third year that Derrick Rose with the Bulls. If you can see, see this or look this up. What seed did they have in the playoffs that year, and who did, who beat them? Just, just curious. I just thought about that. Who, what seed did they have in the Eastern Conference, and who beat them that year? I think that was twenty. What year was that? Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven was the third. His third year was twenty eleven. Who? What seed did they have, and who beat them? Let's see. Bulls record in twenty eleven. Is this one of these sixty two and twenty years? Yep, 62 yep, and 20. 60, 20, 20. They was the, mm. the first seed. Mm. They, uh, Which matters. Yeah. Okay. Derrick Rose in his third season carried his team to the number one t- number one seed in the East. Yeah. Which matters when we talk about this debate. The playoffs. Um, See, I would say Braun was scared of D Rose all at that time. It was the but that year, but that year in the playoffs, they was they was beat by the they Heat. Lost the they lost to who? They lost to the Heat. They lost to the Heat. Yeah, they lost to the Heat that year in twenty eleven in the conference tw- finals. Yeah. Wow. See, I didn't know. I don't remember that. Okay. So they made it to the all. Wait, not, not only did they make it to the. Oh uh, yeah, that was when that, and that's they made when it, John Lucas got the, jumped on. Jumped they made on. it to the conference finals that year. Like, I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? I'm just. So, hold on. I think I've probably found the wrong thing. It said they got put out in the first round by Philly. That's the that's the 20, that's the 2011, 2012 year, right? Right, right. right. Derrick Rose, third season. Because I'm trying so, to compare that to John Morant's season, third season right now, and they number three in the, in the West. 2008. Yeah, I, they I, made I it to. One. I definitely looked up the wrong one. If they made it to the number one seed in the East and made it to the conference finals, led by a third year. Yeah, they got bounced out by the Bulls. John Morant has to, he has to, he has to, he has to match that in mm-hmm. order to put his comparison to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, they, they definitely lost to the, they lost uh, to the Heat. Miami Heat team. Yeah. Uh, that was the Heat won MVP too. Yep. That was, they won you that won MVP game. that year? Man, man, this 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 comparison is Derrick Rose won the MVP in his third season. Yeah, that was that was the year he won. He was he was twenty two when he won. This ain't even no John Morant MVP this year. For this to even be a comparison, and we talking about third year guards between the two. Yeah, you can't compare the. You know, what I'm saying if, if Derrick Rose took his team to the number one seed and to the Eastern Conference Finals and won the MVP in his third year. John Morant is the third seed. He's in the MVP race, and we don't know where they're gonna go in the playoffs. So you 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 have to compare that, you know. Right, and that's what I'm saying. People, 
be so quick to compare and throw things out. This is the greatest performance we've ever seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And forgetting what we just seen two, you know what I'm saying? A number of years ago. That's what I'm saying. Back to that creature of the moment. You know what I'm saying? People forget about all the dope stuff we didn't see because they just right, right. So wow. I mean, more power to Ja. I picked him to be MVP this year. So I fuck with Ja. I think yeah, no, dog. I'm not taking you know what I'm saying, but more power to him. But you know what I'm saying? What Derrick Rose did was special, even outside yeah. of being from Chicago, man. Yeah. Like yeah. D Rose, he went back hard crazy. Hard. He had a, that dude had a first step, man. That I'm talking yeah. about amazing. Dude, if, yeah. if your feet ain't planted, your feet planted, though. It's over with. Cross yeah. the fuck over. It's he over with. He crossed over. He was getting to that one spot in the lane and he was and punching it punching. on you. Yep. Yep. Or one of them, one of them layups, one of them layups. He was super. One thing about Derrick Rose, even at Simeon, the dude was super athletic around the basket. Like mm-hmm. he was, he'll do like a went, he'll do like a some type of. He he yeah. just know how to. He used contact as his advantage to score. Yeah. So even yeah. if it was a big dude, yeah. he going up and under you. And he's he, a, he's like, a, he was pretty much a big guard, bro. Because that third year. They got him listed 6'2", 200 pounds. John Moran is 6'3", 174 pounds. Yeah. That's 26 yeah. more pounds of muscle and, you know what I'm saying, yeah. weight that he's moving you. Yeah, he, he was a supreme finisher, bro. Yeah, this right. this remember, that's the same season he put Dragic on a poster. Poster. Oh, <laughs> oh, the the two-hand joint like this. Yeah. Oh. The two-hand when he damn it didn't touch the rim. <laughs> Yeah, it was that was pretty bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, pretty bad. Ja definitely is hooping. Definitely. Who was balling? (laughs) Who was balling? All right. Okay. I think we'll take a a unanimous consensus to say that 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 Pooh is as far as third year. Yeah. I didn't didn't know that he wanted 62 and 20. 62 and 22. Okay. And and playing in his hometown. So that's another added pressure. Playing for Tibbs. That means playing for Tibbs is another added pressure. 47.5 <laughs> minutes per game. Yeah, he's going to play you every, every minute of the game. So that's, why, that's why, that's why um, Cornell's favorite player, Luau Dang, needs his bad right now because you know, he played every minute. Of, he, he didn't play so many minutes, man. So, no, okay, we got we to gotta give it to Okay, I didn't know. I really didn't know that Poole won the MVP that year. He took it to the first seed and he took it to the conference champ. I didn't know he won it that year. I didn't know all that was going on the first year. So mm-hmm. we got to give it to Poole. By unanimous, it has to, you know. Yeah. Now, I do hope, with saying that, I do hope, realistically, I hope that Ja Morant takes this Grizzly team. I hope he takes them a long way. Like, I don't know who they're going to match up against. I mean, if they face yeah. the Jazz in the first round, I don't know. If they face the you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know who they're going to face, but I hope that that dog of a, of a young kid can take them at least as far as semifinals. That would be great. That would be a good story for him. Just mm-hmm. know Rudy Gobert is going on an upper deck card. This, <laughs> this <in the> play. <laughs> if, they, if they play the Jazz, he's going to catch Rudy. Slipster, man. It's going to be, be a good series. upper but, deck. You know, Basketball card. <laughs> Poster man. Donovan Mitchell, though, because there's been a lot of chatter about Donovan Mitchell about 
you know, after this season, if they don't make it far, they're going to trade him to the Knicks or something like that. Do y'all think Donovan Mitchell is a – he's a shooting guard. Like, do you think he's, like, one of those guys that's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, he, mm. he should get out of Utah. Yeah, I, I would be trying to make my way out, too. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's okay. time. He did his time. Let him go get his big check, big city. He's still young. Let him go have some fun. Um, I don't think the Knicks are the best place for him. Nah. If the Knicks ain't talking about, well, I don't know what that can't like with, let's with see, reddish, can't reddish and R.J. Barrett, R.J. But Barrett. Not, but now you got a, a log jam, yeah. right there. Yeah. You got a bunch of combo guards. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of combo guards. So that would be the best place for him. Um, I, I like his game. I think that his game is. It reminds me of a a, a smooth because he's not a big guard. He's not like a huge, yeah. But he he gets where he wants to get on the court and he scores. You know he like Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that he's you know I, I root for people like him and um, book you know because we had this discussion last show or the show before that about last show being a book you know and who he was going with and y'all didn't like my answer <laughs> but i mean <laughs> i just think levine overall overall shooting guard i i can't take over levine i just i just can't and that's just my a personal opinion you know? mm-hmm. so i would say i'm gonna have to say if he did go somewhere oh uh, what's up one it's one of my coworkers. What's up, Juan? You so said Utah, uh, New York. I, so I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I feel you. I would say a, a spot that far as market. Hurt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, what I would say would be it's a whole him. bunch of in New York. It's a whole bunch of whole. I mean, there's a whole bunch of. I mean, my bad. Uh-uh. It's women's it's history. Yeah, it's, women's, it's women's history month, man. Yeah, my bad. I don't. It's a lot. It's a lot of lovely young ladies in New York. Thank I'm you. gonna throw Thank this you. one at y'all. Yeah, with the roster that this team has right now, Donovan Mitchell would be a good addition. Mm. I can see him going to the Timberwolves. Mm. Him now. Hold on. Him D'Lo, Ant Man. They get no. Somebody got to go. They can't have D'Lo, Ant Man, yeah. and Mitchell. And playing a small forward, right? And go play small forward. Okay, realistically, you the Utah Jazz, you the management. You I wasn't thinking that man when I just said it though. Right. You look at the roster of the, of the Minnesota Timberwolves. You're not gonna right. try to get at least one of them for Donovan Mitchell. Oh, if we talking about trade, then yeah. Oh man, you gotta give me. And if I had to trade, you gotta give me. Tra- you gotta give me. But if somebody. I was trading someone, see now y'all just messed up my whole shit. See y'all just swung out the head and say, "Ah, right, yeah." You're not trading now. <laughs> You, if you, if you, if you the Timberwolves, you gonna trade straight up Ant Man for for Donovan Mitchell? No, nah, I mean, nah, man got no. his nah, upside and where we going? His ceiling is yeah, yeah, yeah like where yeah. we going? I think New York got all the right pieces to trade to pair trade, with, uh, yeah, Mitchell with Mitchell with stars. stars. I mean, but somebody, somebody going mm-hmm. if we trade, I'm taking R.J. Barrett and Cam yeah. Reddish. Yeah, I'm so it's gonna and, be him, him and Julius Randle. And and, and and New York management, Juan, like they they ain't did shit since Patrick Ewing was there. 
They gonna find a way to. They, they I mean, they, they, <laughs> yeah, they gonna find a way to mess up. They tried to bring Melo and hook him up with Jr. Smith. I mean, they just yeah. jack off. That's all they you do. You do is jack off. You would trade. You would trade. On air, y'all would trade R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish for Donovan Mitchell. I like Cam Reddish and R.J. I, like I think they. I. I. I Unless I knew that the window was closing and I needed something right now, yep. yes. But outside of mm. that, no. Yeah, outside of that, okay. no, I'm not, I wouldn't trade them because them young boys give them time. But then give I would have time. to know what else I'm going you know, what else going to be around though? Yeah. Right. Well, if them, if them the two pieces we putting on, what else we, what, what we looking like? I don't know. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. What we looking like? If you Could give those two up, what are we looking like? Can he go to Charlotte with Melo? Mm. I, I see that was a realistic. Yeah, that bit, could as far as pieces be because yeah. you got Bridges over there that could you can trade. You got um, PJ, PJ Washington, Washington. Mm. You got pieces over there that you can flip uh, for because uh, a, a Melo and Mitchell backcourt. Yeah, but that's, man, that's but that's but you ugly. could but you could forget about that as much as I love MJ. He that that ain't going <laughs> him him and him and uh, Cup Check. They ain't doing nothing worthwhile. Man. Yeah, that ain't. Uh, I, mean, I mean, yeah. I don't. I'm trying to think where else I can see him going. I don't. Ain't too many other places I can see him going. Maybe down at Orlando. I don't know, but Which then, is, uh, I don't know what they're doing in Orlando. Charlotte, Miami, or Dallas. Miami or Dallas. I think Dallas is look, Dallas is so desperate to pair Luca with somebody. Yes. They are. I was reading this, I was reading this mm-hmm. the other day. Mark Cuban is like, man, Joe, if I can just get anybody to go with Luca, Joe, we can win the chip again. And he right. Yeah. Get somebody to compliment yeah. Luca like yeah. a legit star, mm-hmm. good for the next five years as far as competing for a title. And then in Miami, they got um. I mean, what's the name? He Oladipo already. Yeah. yeah. Even though he ain't playing right now yet, he is he is he still hurt? I'm sure he hurt, but I'm like, yeah. but the Jazz ain't gonna take a hurt Oladipo. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they ain't gonna right. be like, well, yeah. yeah. Give us uh, yeah, just give us injured player, and uh, we're gonna give uh, you the best down. thing to happen to us, damn this since Carl Malone. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Brian to Dallas. Dallas. <laughs> I would take Brian yeah. and ship it'll be it'll be Jay Is Cole. he going into the draft next this this summer? Nah, nah he got one more year. Got one more year or two more years. Come on, yeah. I ain't know when that was. Okay. I don't think he's eligible until he got like two more years. 2023 so. or 2024. Yeah, Let me see. Like, I want to say it said 2024 from what I because I seen something this weekend. The Lakers are the ninth seed in the West right now, you said? I don't know. I don't know what the Lakers. If the Lakers are the ninth seed, yeah, ninth that seed. means that they would have to be in the playing game, which means that they would have to compete to get into the eighth spot. Like they would have to go through a, you know what I'm saying? 2024. Who's the, who's the tenth seed? The tenth seed is, are the Pelicans. 
Lakers and the Pelicans, uh, yeah, I get an edge for that. I, yeah. I, by default, I would have to get it. But don't sleep on the Pelicans. I keep telling y'all, hey, Bur- don't sleep Brandon on Ingram. the Pelicans, man. Yep. Ingram getting getting boys. getting off. Oh yeah, he gonna sign his huge deals, right? He gonna get. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Mitchell getting paid. Yeah, he's getting paid. Wherever he go, is about he about to see some M's. Mm-hmm. It's New York. New York is one of the top. Like, yeah, of okay. course, of course. But if I'm going to New York, I want to win. And most of these big free agents, when they sign in New York, New York has a way of. Just like you know, they're saying they want instant results. Mm-hmm. They want instant. And the second you don't do something that they want, they are New York media is is mean, man. <laughs> mean, it bro. really like, is. They it really mean, is. bro. They will make a nigga hang himself in the locker room. Bro. <laughs> like, it really they, is. They are not playing. Right. They right. not playing. I mean, just look what Melo went will... through. No, it was a guard, bro. That I mean, I'm damn much trying to get a dude name. He played for Portland now. He's a point guard. And when he was with New York, he was a baller. Like, the dude is a baller. What is the point guard name that played with New York? Um, Dennis Smith? I think that's his name. Dennis Smith oh, Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. The dude is a baller, bro. Look up look up highlights of Dennis Smith Jr. He played with New York. Mm-hmm. He had one season of not doing good, and they shipped his ass out. Dennis Smith, like I'm saying, if you don't produce, if you don't produce yeah. fast with them, look at Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox, yeah. like if you don't, if you don't produce well within them, one or two years. That's why I say R.J. Barrett, he's starting to come on now. But they gonna trade his ass for a better player because they they impatient. New York is, we want it now. We gotta, yeah, you know they, what want, saying? they want it now. I mean, they got a, a culture of winning. You know, what I'm saying like they're they're spoiled in a sense. They used to right. Right. Legendary basketball. I mean, you had Patrick mm-hmm. Ewing and Anthony Mason, Charles Oakley. You had, you know what I'm saying? Lillard ain't coming to New York. If, if Lillard, look, if Donovan, I mean, if, if Dame Lillard is traded from the Portland Trailblazers, he won't which I think is, which I think is unlikely, but it could happen. He not, he has a say so where he's going. And he's not going to New York. I mean, where he going? He's not going to go to New York. You got to go somewhere where, go they, where they need you, bro. He gonna go to the Clippers or the Lakers. He gonna go to where he from. He from Oakland. Well, he from Oakland, so yeah. yeah. I'm talking about Cali. I'm talking about LA, oh, Cali. Like no. he gonna go to he gonna go to uh, where I mean, where he know. Both teams could use him. Both teams can use him. But then at the same time, you still got Kawhi and PG, and you know what I'm saying you still got LeBron and other people. You still got to pay for it. It got to add up. Mm-hmm. It got to add up. You want to stay away from New York, man. Yeah. Look, New Yorkers, man, they they ruthless out there, Joe. They don't yeah. give a fuck. Not at all. all. Not at Bro, all. You ride through Times Square, man, and them people like you know, saying you see your face on a big billboard or mm-hmm. electronic billboard, and people like right. They right, be going, right. yo, they are brutal in New York, yeah. man. Rufus, when Amari Stoudemire signed there, he was like, man, the Knicks is back. We're going to do it. Two years later, they got rid of his ass. Like, it's like, if you don't produce yeah. the first year, definitely the first year or two. They, it might be a two year, but that's right, the first right, right. year. Yeah. You're gone, bro. Kemba yeah. Walker. Like, I mean, it's like. Kemba ain't, Kemba, no. Mm, that's a bad example. Kemba 
Jordan is still a baller, man. He's, he's still had, a baller. He's dealing with injuries. He's he with injuries, a baller, but... but he's playing like the rotten apple. <laughs> he's stinking that bitch up. <laughs> he's stinking that bitch up. And you know you can't man. ain't gonna be no little bitty guard that don't want to play no defense playing for Tom Thibodeau. Ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna yeah, happen. Yeah. And you know he waiting on Derek. That's who he waiting on right, to come right. back. Come on, man. On man. Let's, just, let's get back, Pooh, man. Come on, Derrick Rose, man. I, 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 root, I, I root for Derek a lot, man. I hope he's gonna, you know, come back and do his thing, man. But look, this is what we have to do, man. We have to switch gears for a second before we end the show, man. But because I definitely, I don't, I, I definitely don't want to end the show without talking about this. Kanye West came out with a documentary a couple weeks ago, about it last week or something like that, man. Um, called Genius. Look, man, if you're not from Chicago, if you don't, I'm pretty sure you know about Kanye West, but if you're not from Chicago, wherever you're listening to, whatever you're listening from, Kanye West, it's on Netflix. Go check it out. He came out with two episodes last week. Today, March 2nd, is actually the debut of the third episode, so mm-hmm. make sure you guys go check that out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go check it out after the show. Yeah. Um, I want to know, first of all, I want to know y'all opinions on the first two episodes. And everybody else says, give me an input on the first couple episodes because I'm born and raised in Chicago, just like these other two brothers. We're born and raised in Chicago. And there's stuff on that documentary that I didn't know. Never knew. You see what I'm saying? So what is y'all take on the first couple episodes, man? What do you think? Man, you know... uh... It really highlighted it, it. It really highlighted for me the value of someone close to you. Okay. Right. It, it highlighted just how impactful that person can be on your life. Um, you know, his mom, man, like his mom was so gave so much guidance and light to him, man. And uh, once she left, man, you could feel like, you could feel like he's lost in terms of what am I to do? Um, Because that was the person who made sure he followed through on his dream. Like the one clip I keep thinking about is like, you know, her rapping his lyrics, (laughs) right? Like, you know, how do you, you know, that alone just shows you just, kind of you know what their relationship looked like and i really do believe that um you know once she once she passed away i really do believe that he did not um grieve correctly and didn't get the supports necessary that he needed um you know because man we, we look back at college dropout and uh shit what's the uh other joint that's slipping my mind right now um, late registration. Late registration, late registration, right? Man, we look back at them joints. We like, man, this dude is a genius, right? Like, this dude got it, man. But he was in such a different mind frame, man, at, at that time. And uh, so, when I look at the documentary, man, it just highlights, um, it just highlights that 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 family impact, and it, it highlights for me, like, you know, when you lose people that are extremely important in your life, that you need a really strong support system around you to keep you, um, you know, keep you on, try to keep you balanced and keep you on track. Uh, but I, man, I, 
I like it. I I love the documentary because it highlights him in a different way that people from Chicago don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? If you ain't from okay. Chicago, you don't know this Kanye. Right. You just you know the asshole. Mm-hmm. You know the ego egotistic the. You know, the, the Kanye to just be saying bullshit and people be like, why why y'all keep letting him talk, right? Mm-hmm. But this highlights, like, who he is for real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What, you, what you got, Corn? Um, I got a lot to say, but I'm going to try and keep it short. <laughs> I got a lot to say. <laughs> uh, well, first thing I would like to say, um, I love the documentary. Yeah. I love it. Um. Uh, where do I want to start? All right. So the first episode for me was exactly what he was rapping about in the last call, the last song on the college drop, which I mentioned before okay. on the show, maybe like our first show. All right. That's exactly that song. The first episode, uh, which is one of my favorite Kanye songs. Like everything he said in the last call was in that episode. Good that point. second episode was so dope was so dope it showed i mean the first episode showed this as well but the second one it really highlighted his grind and how he really yeah really was trying to get on man and he in rockefeller offices going literally to everybody office playing mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying playing his music and people just you know what I'm saying like wasn't taking him serious but then i got like a backstory from um like off instagram a guy named Wayno, they used to work in Rockefeller. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. And he did, he was on Joe Button's podcast, Wayno. Mm-hmm. He was saying, like, at that time, he was like, yeah, in the clip, he was being ignored, but he used to do this damn thing every day. So now we, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. we've heard it a million times. So, yeah, now I'm going to talk while you rapping. But for him to go there every day and do that with this camera crew and all of that, it showed his, it showed his grind, his determination. And now you understand and see why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. Like, why he's an egotistical bastard. Mm-hmm. Like, no, none of y'all wanted me right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've seen him put his money together to make the Through the Wire video. You know what I'm saying? Put his money together. Had his own video release. And Dame showed up. Yep. He's talking about, I'm trying to get a release date. He hustled. We wouldn't have got College Dropout if it wasn't for his, his, his determination. True. Rockefeller after the accident, it was kind of like Rockefeller was like, "All right, we go on with business." Clearly, because right. right. I mean, not saying that this was a hundred percent guarantee, but it, the way it sounded was like he was down there on the verge of getting dropped. Like they was gonna shelve the album, nigga, make beats, get back, get back to baseline, start mm-hmm. hitting buttons again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he he kept pushing, his crew kept pushing, and then mom. All the words, yeah, Kanye. I love this Kanye. <laughs> this Kanye, Kanye. I mean, yeah, like she spoke life into him, man. Mm-hmm. She spoke life into him, just like Adrian said. Like, man, you got somebody like that speaking life into you, knowing your words coming to your shows. Mom knew the whole crew. It wasn't just like she only came around with Kanye, you know, to talk to her son. She knew everybody, even when yeah. she thanked, she thanked everybody. She knew everybody's name when she thanked them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying she wanted to see him get on. He wanted to get on. I mean, she paid for his uh <clears throat> his apartment in Jersey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He went out there with nothing. He went out there with a beat machine and a dream and, and, and a team that believed in him. 
Then when he came home, he went to his mama crib and she, oh yeah, I like this and da da da. You know, she talked. She's she was right in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. So now you see why she passed away, like you said. She passed away. You seeing a whole different Kanye man because he ain't got he don't have that same push behind. You don't have that same man. That man she spoke like like man. It was amazing just to see man. I was like, that's dope. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop that off. Yep. <laughs> um, once again, guys, thank you for turning from into bars and buckets. Look, I'm gonna say this about the documentary, right? And um, I feel like what I do, I've been doing podcasts for about two years now, whatever, and just been, you know, on a grind. And I feel like the biggest thing is about the journey. Right, the journey to where you want to be, believing in yourself. Kanye West, well, people know now for the last few years of the Kanye they ran for president, or the Kanye they've been with Kim K, or the Kanye that got funny hairstyles and dressed weird. Like they don't know what it went through, what he went through to get to where he is now with his mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Kanye believe he was a people knew he was a dope producer he made, made dope beats but he was like yo i believe in myself on this rap shit he went to new york with you know he he did work with talib kwali uh most deaf you know like he he he, he went to a place where he's like yo i want to showcase my skills like don't look at me as the motherfucker that do beat i don't want to be i want to be known as the thing i'm competing against the robbers you know mm-hmm. i feel like i believe in my skills right um just, just, just working with different people to get his. He, he would literally, he would literally record. And shout out to Cootie, by the way, man. He would literally record himself, other people, his raps to see their reaction, their reaction to his new music. You know what I'm saying? He wanted people to believe in what he believed in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, he went through some shit with Dane. He went through some shit with all type of music execs and producers and networks and stuff like that and get turned down. People didn't believe him. They were like, yeah, you just, you know, make beats, kid. You know, you good with them beats and stuff like that. I feel like this documentary highlights, if anything, if you believe in yourself, I don't care what you do. If you a rapper, a singer, if you a musician, if you a painter, if whatever you do, whatever you believe in yourself to do, Go hard for that shit, man. Go mm-hmm. hard for it. Don't let nobody stop you. Even if people tell you no, you good at this. Don't do that. Even I mean, don't. It, it got to a point when I was looking at this documentary, like, yo, Kanye really is saying, I believe myself to a, to the extent where I was in a car accident, Joe. I recorded myself getting the wires taken out of my mouth to showcase I'm going to make a. Through the wire was actually he was his mouth was giant his mouth was shut mm-hmm. when he made that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. you can't tell me a person that don't believe in himself ain't gonna record that and put that out into the open yo I believe in myself yeah, so the fact that he wrote it from his hospital from his right 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 it's crazy you know what I'm saying it's it's mm-hmm. now I mean I get that the new Kanye is I'm not a popular person I don't know about the president Kanye I don't know what the fuck that was about I mean the whole don't, I mean, I'm not knowledgeable about the whole run up a press. I mean, I think he just, I just seen something he's going to run again in 2024. I mean, I don't know what that, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm talking about the grind. 
I'm all about the grind to what you want to do, man. If mm-hmm. you believe in yourself, don't let nobody tell you that you're not good enough to do what the fuck you want to do. If you want to do that, believe in yourself. Hire a person, yo, record me everywhere we go. I don't care what we do. You know, they went into rock, no, no, no. they went into um, Pharrell's session, session like, yo, they gonna cut us out. They gonna cut us out. Well, I mean, what, what are we gonna do? We gonna still record. So I think it was a good documentary and I'm looking forward to seeing the next one. You know, I think that's a good example of following your grind. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm just glad that, um, you know, I'm just glad he put it out there for, again, I mean, guys from the hood, from the city, we know Kanye. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we have, we have our own, we, we know the perception, all right? So we know who he is, but I'm just glad he put it out. So, you know, those other folks that really don't know where he came from and what his grind looked like and why he is and where he is at this point in his life. So they can see, man, like, you know, there's a lot of good, good takes from it um as all of us have pretty much you know said in our feedback about it um but yeah this this next one though i'm I'm definitely excited to see this next episode man it dropped today march 2nd so if you haven't checked it out go make sure you go check it out the kanye documentary man in a third episode i mean i lost my mom so i I know exactly how that effect can change Mm -hmm. a person's perception you know what i'm saying i mean it can it can change your outlook on life and how you move with certain things. So, I mean, I, I can't really knock him for a lot of decisions that he made, but I'm just saying, like, as far as the hustle m- m- mindset, like, you know, mm-hmm. he, you know, I, I I respect that out of him, you know. Mm-hmm. And it brings me to ask the guys that's on the panel and everybody that's listening. Last week, we had a debate about, you know, top 10 rappers of all time, top 15 and all that. Corn was going back and forth with me, which I still don't understand what the hell he was talking about. Um, but out of those top five, out of those top ten, out of those top fifteen, we didn't mention Kanye, man. So what would y'all put Kanye West on y'all all time that's the best I mean rappers of all time? Where would y'all put him? Mm. Well, I tell you, he's he's not a top ten rapper. Yeah, he's definitely outside the top ten. Okay, I mean, he yeah. got he got ghost writers. I mean, now we watched the documentary. Yeah, I mean, he was writing, but then you seen Ryan Fest there. You seen Consequence. You Shout out to Consequence. Shout out for G- sure. GLC was there. And, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kanye. I mean, he's creative. It's things he does right. You know what I'm saying? Comes out dope, and then, you know. I mean, like as a rapper, <laughs> no. I mean, no. I mean, now top ten producer, producer for sure. Yeah, okay. Go there, yeah, yeah. but top ten rapper, no, nah, man. Nah. Like, nah. Would you put? And I hate that I be doing this shit. Would you Pretty put? What we just said. <laughs> yeah, rank him as a producer. Yeah, he's yeah. A, rapper, he's yeah. a good producer, but as yeah. far as rapping skills, put. I'm just throwing names out there. Like, um, well, fuck it. Let's go with my guy, Drake. What would you put? Would you put Drake a better rap, a rapper than Kanye? This is actually a this is actually a big thing on social media not that not that long ago. And y'all know I love Drake. Fuck y'all. I love Drake. <laughs> As a rapper. Let's see. 
<laughs> Drizzy. I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> I mean, this, this, I mean, I'm as a rapper. Now I like college. I can't dropout. say. I can't say. But, yeah, but does Drake have a college dropout? Does he have a late registration? Does he have an 808 and heartbreaks? We still waiting on that. Uh, I don't think we are. What album? What I mean, Take Care was dope. Take Care was dope. Mm-hmm. Take Care was dope. It was cool. It was cool. I mean, Certified Little Boy was the top ten album. How many of the whole year? Are we going yeah, to continue but... to do this show? Are we going to continue? To do this? <laughs> no, okay, you know what? I quit. I ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna go there. Go Certified Lover Boy. I'm just saying, bro. It was the top five rock. It was the top five album of the whole goddamn year. I'm just. That's oh. all I'm gonna say. But okay, you're right. Right. <laughs> it's not it's not hard to have a top five album of the year now. You know that, right? Okay. You know that, right? All right. I mean, especially when you talk about Drake though, right? Yeah, like Drake. Like that's global. yeah, that's that's that is if he drops something, they're going to go at it, right? They, if he drops something, yeah. they're going to yeah. They gonna they gonna download it. They gonna buy. It, they gonna listen. Right. That, that's just that's just what he's built. That's a right, brand buddy. that he's built. You know what I'm saying? Good Drake part. has built that brand to be to be followed, and people wait on stuff to drop. And yeah. you know he makes music consistently. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay. So Drake is on the when it comes to making. Let's put it like this: Drake's. Writers or whoever that writing process is at OVO is winning right now. They're winning. Mm-hmm. They're winning. Kanye. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll, Drake we'll is see a what, pop star, which is true. Yeah, we'll see what Don the Two sound like. Like I say, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, which may drop this week. Week, I think. Yeah, it may drop this week. I mean. He's been working with a lot of dope rappers on it. I mean, well, like, to be game, honest with game you, is gonna be on this album. I was just about to say, I was just about to say, when we looked at Donda, because you know, Donda and Certified Love Boy came out literally a week apart, yeah, but right? Donda and they did that on was purpose. a gospel album. If you really, they did that on purpose, really right? It. Right, Donda. Was a good album. A certified Love Boy, CLB was a good uh, album. But there was it. some beef. There was some beef that, which we all will acknowledge is top three, top five rapper. Hov did an album, did a song with Drake, right, on his album. And Kanye felt a certain way about that, right? Now, if you look at the history, Drake and, and Hov did multiple songs together. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. it's like, what do you think that, as far as neck and neck, if, if, I mean, we both know that Drake and Kanye, they both got other stuff going on as far as goes right and stuff like that. But, would you say that Kanye Drake, as far as, oh, I can get him on my album. Like, who who you think is more popular as far as that goes? Drake. Drake is more pop. I don't yeah. know, man. I... I think Drake got the lead on the pop popularity piece. Like, if we're talking about features on the album, you know, hey, yeah, come, features on the album. come, come but, rap with me. You know what I'm saying? But I think Kanye can do that too, man. I think if Kanye yeah. call you, 
I think it's Kanye's process, which people mm-hmm. may shy away from. People probably mm-hmm. like, I ain't trying to come to Wyoming. You're not gonna have me in right. Hawaii for two weeks. <laughs> right, right, right. And I gotta rap, I gotta write my verse wearing all black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Damn. I think it's his pro- you know what I'm saying? Sometimes like like when he did the joint here, everybody had to wear all black. And then the mm-hmm. one, I think the one in Atlanta before that, they had to wear all red. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, I think you know, it's probably some of his process. Then he had people upset with him, people like Soldier Boy. Drake is more like Chris, okay. Yeah, people like Chris Brown that was upset right. that they didn't right. make Donda. Right. Now that's what I'm saying. Why is, you had why people is upset they though? didn't. I mean, uh, well, one Drake is he—he—he's not, you know, he don't come off as an <laughs> asshole. I mean, you don't, yeah, he don't okay. come off as an asshole. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, he's not like he—he he ain't giving nobody like, you know, he ain't giving nobody them type of vibes where people just like, ah, hey man, I just, hey, I can't fuck with you right now. I don't have the patience. Yeah, like I mean, Drake is—I mean, he comes off as a, a, a nice. A nice, a nice guy, Canadian. No, I'm, and that's why I was about to clarify because yeah. I know yeah. I be going in like Drake is like Drake is he's like I don't want to act like I don't like him. Mm-hmm. I, it's not like I don't like him. It's just all of his music ain't for me. All okay. of it ain't for me. But see, you were. You are you you uh, are and a I, and real. I'm a, I'm a self. You are a real pop boom bap. You are a real like yeah, battle like, rap bars type yeah, of guy. I, and I like, like is it that you know right? What I'm saying? And but he has music that is dope that you can't deny. Like you're know saying you you got joints and he get on. Like one of my favorite Drake verses is um the joint he did with Two Chains. Um, What's the name of the song? I can't think of the damn big amount. That's it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's like one of my like he went hard. Like when Drake goes hard, like I admit it, like that, like like the little joint he did for that show, Top Boy. He went off on Drake. That. Make like, girl music. <laughs> he do, he at the end of the day he does like he does, but I mean he does. I mean. But I mean, Drake so, is did, a look. so did Fifty Cent and Ja Rule. You know what I'm saying? Like, so did they. I understand I that. For that. I just couldn't get with Marvin. Drake is a entertainer, man. He does what it takes to entertain women, men, kids. If he come out with a, a, a cool dance, you know what I'm so saying? He's an entertainer. Is, he's an entertainer. So, so he's an entertainer. His music, how is he a dope rapper? I feel like, hey, this is my. I feel like, no, nah, I'm just throwing it back bars. at you. You know how you would ask. <laughs> <I'm just> saying, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Drake got bars. I'm not saying all of them is his. He's an bars, entertainer, like Jamie Foxx. But he has Drake has <laughs> great bars, and I feel like Drake great bars. Is, I'm not saying all of them is his. I'm just saying he has. No, great I'm saying bars. great bars. Just give me a few dope ones. Don't do that, man. Don't put me in the spot. Like that. I can think, I, I can think of a lot of, but I'm just saying, and, and it brings me back to people that want to work with people like that. People mm-hmm. want to work with people that's an entertainer. Like, as for example, when Andre 3000 did that work with Kanye as far as <laughs> Life of the Party, right? Right, right, right. The party was him and Kendrick. That was dope. Anybody 
that would have heard Life of the Party would have been like, yo, that is a dope song. But Andre didn't know that that, that cut was meant to diss Drake. He didn't know that. He thought it was something, oh, okay, we talking about your mom, you talking about my mom, you know, I'm going to go in here. Andre, and Andre 3000 is a good rapper. So he went on there like, oh, okay, I'm going to spit some bars or whatever, woo, woo, woo. But Kanye put it out like, oh, GD, don't play with me. He was like, wait a minute, I didn't know this was a diss record, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's I mean, like this, people. It happens, it's hip hop. It's hip hop. It's the name of the game. I mean, just like when, uh, I mean, shit, was it, yeah, was it when, when Tip, uh, like T.I. Diss Luda on the Stump remix? Mm-hmm. You, need, you know what I'm saying? Young Buck didn't know that was happening. I mean, it is what it is. It, it happens, <laughs> bro. Like, it happens. It is what it is. It's hip hop. At the end of the day, it's a competitive, you dig? It's competitive. It's competitive. Now, if, it, if the shoe was on the other foot and Drake was ripping rappers' heads off, Nobody would say anything, but since Drake is the nice guy, no one wants him to get bothered. Right. I mean, he's the nice guy because they come at him because he's light skinned, bro. Let's not let's not ignore that. People come at. Why you got to come at the light skin stuff, man? And he fuck a lot of hoes. I'm sorry. Look, hey man, you are a lot of women. You are you are failing miserably at this women's history <laughs> I'm, month, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> failing miserably. You know, bro. my bad. I'm not, I didn't mean to say that to all the ladies that listening. You know, I mean, you know, Drake is a likable guy. He's charming. He's entertaining. He has a lot of women. He's 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 personable. He's funny. So a lot of guys think of a real R and B hip hop like bars. And like, oh, who the fuck is this nigga? You know what I'm saying? There's like, um. With Soldier Boy, when Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy had a track with Kanye, and he didn't even put it on his album. But that's what happens, like, bro. That's what happens in hip hop. You know how many songs people record to make an album? Many people, like I, well, let's see. I just heard Rick Ross say he recorded over, uh, like 150, 200 songs for Richer Than I Ever Been. They record music. Everything ain't gonna go. That's a good album yeah, too. Everybody, Man, every Dr. Dre been recording detox for twenty years, 20 bro. Years. Like, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like okay. people record music, it ain't always gonna make it. It may make a mixtape. It may make the next album. You know what I'm saying? Like, just think about it. Pusha T when he dropped that last album, when he dropped that last album, he presented his. What he made to Kanye. He's still a genius. I'll give you that. Kanye scrapped all of what he had mm-hmm. and made him do a nine, the, the seven album joint that him, Nas, and Tiana Taylor did. You know what I'm saying? Where's that music? I'm sure Pusha T still has it. All right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't go away. It's just, it's hip hop, bro. Like, everything ain't going to make it. Every verse okay. ain't going to make it. Every song ain't going to get cleared. You know what I'm saying? Like, once, yeah, the artist can want to rap on your song and all that, but then when the business end, get up, the label might not clear it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's tons of stuff like that. There's tons of those cases in hip hop, bro. Okay. There's tons of that. Okay. So, I mean, I feel, I'm just saying, I feel like I'm in the music industry. I'm not on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, now, hold on now. Are we going to say, well, let me not go there. Please don't go don't do it, bro. Let me not go there. Please don't. I ain't gonna go there. I ain't, <laughs> Please don't. He didn't put, but he put soldier on Donda too. 
He put Soldier on Don the Two. He put he put him on Don the Two, and hopefully he put the okay. Chris Brown joint on there. But I'll just I'm I'm gonna stick with the fifty thousand point life of the party. That song was so many people were saying that song should have went on Donda. That song didn't make it to Donda, and and it's like, why didn't it? Three thousand. Would y'all put Andre three thousand as a top twenty rapper of all time? Um. All right. I've had this conversation. Andre three thousand now. Let's not. Let's I not know. Be disrespectful now. What I've had this. I've had this conversation a hundred times. Now let's let's be honest. Let's be honest here. This is three thousand. We talking about Andre three thousand can rap. Mm-hmm. He's a dope rapper. Mm-hmm. Do not get me wrong, but Andre three thousand doesn't have enough on his own. To be thrown up there. Ain't nobody talking about. No one takes a particular rapper from a group and put him in a top 10. As far as top t- 20. Yeah, but I'm saying nobody's talking about nobody's taking Prodigy from Mob Deep and saying, oh, he's here. That. Nobody's that. nobody's taking uh mm-hmm. Pimp C or Bun B and pulling them and saying they right, you know what I'm saying? Like right. three stacks is dope, but I think at a certain point in time. Let's, I mean, until, in my opinion, until Eminem said, you know what I'm saying, when he mentioned Andre's name in that lineup, that's when people started saying it, mm-hmm. being real. When we was in high school, wasn't nobody talking about him being one of the best rappers. Let's be real. Let's be I'm real. Just, saying. just like everybody, okay. just like everybody, all of a sudden, everybody's a Black Thought fan. Everybody wouldn't listen to Black Dog. Black Dog Even right. when I when I used to mention him in the barbershop, who you talking about, man? I'm like, what, man? I'm like, no, dude. You talk goof Now everybody, Black Dog, one of the best representatives. Black Dog, you didn't even know who he was two years ago. Stop it. Until he got, until he killed that freestyle during the, like, right before the pandemic, then everybody was a Black Dog fan. It's people love to hop on bandwagons and create narratives and all that. Like that's I said, very three, true. Stack, three stacks mm-hmm. is dope. But you can't separate but he's them. Not a, but, but, he's not, but he's not a top 20 rapper to you. No, he's not. He's not. AD, he's not. AD, what you got? He's not a top 20 rapper to you? No. Oh, Zerds. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, <laughs> wow. put it like this. Most oh, dope-ass rappers got quotables. Even when he had the opportunity to do uh, his own album. The Love Below, that shit was trash. <laughs> Let's be real. And then yeah. when he had the opportunity to show us he was a dope rapper, he was on that Caroline. Man, like, come on, man. I'm fuck out of here, man. Like, stop it. If you gonna show me you can spit, show me you can spit, man. Show me you can spit. Alone. And All I right. like Andre. I like him. Yeah, I do I too. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't. I can't tell y'all like him, but okay, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all throwing dirt on his name a lot, but it's, that's oh, cool. Come on, man. I'm just saying, like, it's you know, certain stuff that Kanye puts out, I rock with, mm-hmm. and we, everybody's agreeing that he's not top ten or maybe top fifteen. But would you put like game? Would you put game over Kanye? As a rapper, yeah, yeah, 
as a rapper, yeah, game can rap. That's yeah. one thing we That's know. One thing game can do. He can rap. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. can okay. rap. So where, so where, so where is game in your top? I want everybody to pay attention to this. All right, I'm saying this to the mic. Still, but he's still where, not a top. Hold on, hold on. Game still ain't no, top no, no. ten rapper. Where is game in your top twenty? I don't know if he fits in the top. I mean, but like we said, we not well, putting, so game don't make the top twenty either. Well, I'm saying if we not gonna put Andre three thousand in, we not gonna put game not putting, in. Y'all not putting Andre in the top twenty. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But it's my top twenty. So where is game? He probably be between twenty and twenty five. Yeah. And I like game. Oh, yeah, I actually yeah. listen to game music. Yeah. yeah. See, I listen to different rappers. Like for example, has anyone ever heard of King Los? Right. I'm sure most of the people that said I have not heard King Los. You got me. I don't know. All right, then. That's what I'm saying. And most of probably I, mean, I don't know what it is. And probably the people. Some but in my defense, if I've music. never heard of him, how if I never heard of his his music, how am I going to properly place him in the top twenty? Most, right. So, 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 so no, that man. that's that's so that's the perfect. That's kind of a perfect segue, right? Because a lot of top 20, top 10 can be subjective. Right? Okay. It could be it could be perspective based off of your knowledge of who your artists are. You know what I'm saying? Or who who you listen to. Right? Because we everybody has like, you know, everybody has the the regulars, right? We all know Wayne, we all know Big, we all know Jay, we all know Nas, right? We can spit them out easy. But then you have, you know, different what people may consider underground rappers. Because and I say underground, meaning they're not really mainstream, so people don't know about them, but they got bars, right? So you got those guys who a lot of people don't know about, they're not really considering, versus some of the bigger names up and coming like K-Dot and Cole, mm-hmm. right? Things, stuff like that. So the list can be pretty subjective based on your your catalog of music. Okay. Yeah, I like respect that. Like everybody don't listen to the same, same rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't listen to people like Big Crit. We can talk about a rap. I mean, this new battle rap bully I've been trying to get into I've been trying to get into it, bully. Um, I like the I like the Smack DVD battle rap more. That's what I'm about to ask. Who who you I, like in battle rap? I like the Smack battle rap better because it was more rapping to me. Like now, it's kind of like the guys be up there talking, giving a sermon. Like remember when this 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 this, and then they putting these concepts together that be dope, but it ain't really like rapping. Like it's like that. they kind of talking cool. to people. We're not even covering like all the so that's dope. right because there's yeah. a rapper from Chicago that is so dope that people don't even know nothing about, and he's been doing this for over 20 some 20 30 years. MC Juice, we might hmm. even heard of MC Juice. <laughs> okay, MC Juice beat Eminem in a rap battle. Don't nobody okay. even know that. Don't nobody talk about that. Okay, you got people like uh. Blind Fury and all them cats. Yeah, them dudes yeah. be rapping, bro. Like yeah, yeah. them. No, I don't believe this. I believe be this people here that got bars. So let me ask y'all real quick before we sign off. This I want y'all to rank everybody that's listening, that's tuning in. I want y'all to rank them too. And my brothers is on the panel. One through three. All right. I know this is tough. 
One, two, and three. Who you got? Scarface, Rakim, KRS One. Now I'm gonna see where y'all at as far as these bars and shit. Mm. And one, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. You got Face, Kim, KRS One. Please don't sleep on KRS One. I just, I just want to throw that out there. Nobody sleeping on him, right? The teacher, come on, man. Nobody sleeping on him. Stop it, man. Stop it. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, bridge is over, man. Right, right, right. (laughs) Boogie down productions. I don't know, like, man, it's a tough one, man. And I guess for me, because I dig all of them, bro. I guess for me, it have to be, it have to be preference. Okay. And my and my preference says my preference my order would go Kim KRS One and then Scarface. Yep. Okay. Same here. Same now. Yeah, because Rakim was all right. If you would think, all right, put it like this: Rakim is the reason we have Nas. If you want to be technical, facts. all facts. All Rakim. Facts. Rakim is KRS One is a beast. Like. KRS One is probably where like people like Chuck D got they you know what I'm saying like they inspirational and all you know what I'm saying and I made let's see yeah because I mean like he's mm-hmm. teaching you know what I'm saying like KRS One is one of them guys that like I mean you know he got a sharp a sharp pen like right you know he said right. years ago he still write battle raps against people that. He ain't even got beef with, but just in case you right. try him. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then okay, Scarface. Buddy, you. And Scarface is Scarface, man. Like, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Being, you know, that's being tough. From, being from Chicago, oh you already know how the older guys, like our older cousins that was, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. our older cousins that's close to 50 now, you already know how they went hard from Scarface. You heard more Scarface in the city of Chicago than anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, so, and I, I mean, and I'll, let's be, and me being honest, I listen to more Scarface now than I do those two the other guys. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I listen All to right. more Scarface. I was just mm-hmm. bumping the diary. I've been with Kim lately. I've been fucking with Kim a lot lately. Yeah, I like, don't know why. I, 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 rock, yeah. I rock with, like, I'll play Man, you can't like, go I'll wrong with none of them. Yeah, like, I'll play it. Yeah, I'll can't play go wrong with either one of them. But, like, if I'm jumping in the car, I'm, I'm gonna listen to Smile. Never seen a man cry. I'm gonna listen yeah. to that. So is everybody putting KRS one number one, or what are you putting Rakim two? I'm putting. What's the what's the universal what's the universal number one? Five, Rakim is gonna be the universal yeah. number one because that's okay. all the Kim? that's all the the mm. list and the, the top this and yeah. the top that and that's all. Okay. Everybody's gonna say Rakim. Because it's the safe choice is what's been accepted amongst a lot of hip hop circles, so people don't want to deviate from that. But like I say, man, hip hop is subjective. Everybody's mm-hmm. top five, top ten gonna be different, man. Everybody's favorite rapper is different. Opinions are different. It's just all about respecting everybody's opinion, man. That's it. That's all. Okay, AD, yo, yo, your number one is Rakim. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. All right. 
I hate that. I hate that. I I feel like I love Rakim. I love Face. One Joe is 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 something about that he transitioned the the word rap, just mm-hmm. the word rap. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, um, I, don't know, I can't really explain it, man. You know, since so, so I gotta put him number one I, yeah. as far as those three. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I mean that and, to be honest, that could be be honest, that could be a one a one a one b conversation. Right. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Because gotta have KRS one. I mean, what? I mean, KRS one is dope, bro. Like, I mean, dope. There's a lot of people that wouldn't even be rapping if it wasn't for KRS one. Okay, nice. now I'd even change it up before we sign out. I even change it up uh, uh, to make it even harder for y'all. Okay. Top five, we got Nas, Big, Pac, Hove. That's four. Gotta fill that fifth slot. We're gonna fill that fifth slot. Nas, Big, Pac, Hove. We're gonna fill that fifth slot. KRS One, Rakim, or Face. Who's gonna fill that fifth? Rakim. I'm still gonna fill it with You can't put Nas in there and not put Rakim. Hmm. Even though they kind of got the same look, you know what I'm saying? Where Nas got it from. That's where, okay. Nas, right. where Nas got it from. That's that that going at you, you know what I'm saying? Start going at you. Start, you know what I'm saying? That braggadocious. You know what That's where it came from, man. That's where it came from. That's 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 I would yeah, I would I wanna go Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. That's that's a tough one. That top five, it is. Is is, yeah. is, is, is a a tough slot. A tough slot to kind of to feel. Um, but I will say that the game wouldn't be what it is without Scarface or Rakim or KRS One. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but we have to do honorable mentions to you know. The, M and M's and the you know the people that's um, you know the people that's just outside of the top ten that people don't want to put in the top ten. You right. Know? Right. Um, there was a person even last show said in their top ten was LL Cool J and yeah, you know, 50, like, you know, yeah, some people 50, 50, 50. like you know so uh, uh, had their own preference. And I'm that's not, what I'm saying. LL as, a, as a rapper, everybody know? got their own. If I went and grabbed my older sister who's fifty. Ask her who the dopest rappers are. She's gonna have a different. She gonna be in there talking about Big Daddy Kane and you know what I'm right, saying? Like, right, right, right. She gonna have a different top. It's off. It's based off of eras. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like we go. If I go get my daughter and ask her who the top best rapper is, she gonna say NBA Young Boy. Even though Somebody my daughter, my NBA daughter got a little more knowledge right. of hip hop. She's yeah. my daughter has a little more knowledge of hip hop. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. That pro- that ain't but if you that probably average, won't be the response, but yeah, you the, average the average response 13, would 14 be fourteen year old. Yeah, yeah they the average yeah. thirteen, fourteen year old bully bully. I, I, I kinda like bully a little bit. Bully yeah, said I rock with Pac bully. Bully ain't in his bully said that top Pac ain't in his top five. Mm-hmm. So bully, who is your top five? I am just curious. If, Come if, on with if it, you bully. Take Pac out, drop you drop your five, five, bully. Drop your five, who bully. Because that goes back to what I said last week. I was like, Pac is Dope rapper, but I was like, he spit what you he spit. Feel. Right, if you want to go right. back to lyricists, 
he don't fit in that. He, Biggie was a better lyricist. Mm-hmm. He was a better mm-hmm. lyricist. Biggie was a better lyrically. Yeah, Big was lyrically. better. Christopher Wallace. Like we, like one of the top two rappers of all time. Like when you listen to "I Got a Story to Tell," and you listen to it and close your eyes, you can see Big in the room with like a figure of a chick. <laughs> Facts. Grabbing, grab, grabbing a pillowcase. Put a spark to him. Right, yeah. Right, around yeah. Shit, get dark to him. Yeah. Put a you can, to him. And then you can envision him laughing with his homies. <laughs> let me tell you what I right, just did. Right, right. Right. Uh, what are the six five Nick niggas? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You can visualize it. Now, Pac, he spit the struggle. Pac spit that. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, Pac understood. Like, yeah, we ain't eating. We didn't, we ain't got this in our neighborhood. We don't have that. We don't have this. We don't have that. A lot of pop music is still very relevant. Let's see. Notorious Big Hove DMX. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, res- I, I mean, respect I can your respect list. that. Yeah. I respect your list. I, I mean, respect that. Yeah, I mean, because like, I mean, yeah, I respect it. I mean, M wouldn't be that high on mine. My list, but I can yeah. respect that. Wow. Yeah, but everybody got different. Everybody got different. You digs. Everybody got different. Everybody. No, Eminem is not in my top five. I like, like, I, like I said before, I, I like what he was doing. But then after a while, I, I didn't want to kill my mom. I didn't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do any of that. So it was like, all right, let's get back to the. That didn't correlate. Yeah, it correlate with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And DMX, he put in his top five. That is super interesting, man. I mean, X is X is X is dope. X is dope. X though. is dope. I mean, people forget X dropped two number one albums in 1998. X is okay. X is probably the per, the dude that had Jay Nervous in '98. You know what I'm saying? X was X was the man. X drop. I mean, I don't like what I don't like what happened with this last album. We're not gonna get mm. into that, mm. but. X is the man. I respect that. Yeah, X style, his lyrics. Yeah, X was different, man. Like, you, okay. I'm at the first time. I'm like, this nigga like, just what growl? did he just growl? <laughs> but it fit. Okay. It fit. It yeah. fit. And he came out at a time when all the other rappers was grabbing their, their, right, uh, right, right, right. Their, their, their own, like mm-hmm. Master P was doing, uh, and, you know what I'm saying? It was just different. He, but like, well, I want to, I want to, I want to highlight real quick before we sign off. Bully said that he gave his top five, which is respectable. We respect yeah. you, know, man. But um, one person that's not in that top five is Nazir Nas, right? Mm-hmm. What do you guys rank Nas? You know, just y'all two. You know, because obviously Bully don't want to put him in the top five. Where is Nas? Where is he going to rank as far as hey, Nas? <laughs> man, Nas is the man, bro. I mean, think, man, when he wrote Illmatic, if anybody ever really listened to Illmatic. Listen, right, right, right. Yeah. He listened to Illmatic. And then just think about it. Even to this day, King Disease 1, mm-hmm. King Disease 2, mm-hmm. Magic, like mm-hmm. them last, like he's been killing it. I mean, him and Hit Boy ain't missed yet. They ain't missed yet. They ain't missing. I'm interested in seeing what King Disease 3 going to yeah, sound like. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, they've been, they've been, man, bro. Anas is definitely in that conversation. He, he top, he's definitely yeah. in the top five, bro. Yeah, he there. Definitely in top five. He's been killing okay. it, man. I mean, even before, the only album of Nas's that I didn't like was Nostradamus. Yeah, that was kind of. I didn't like Nostradamus, especially yeah. that the Christmas joint. Two forty-five. Two four, right, 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 right. Oh, I was like, <laughs> throw that shit away, bro. I was like, man, no, he Could've didn't kept do that, this. Man. Like, no, he didn't do this. But other than that, that's yeah. the only album I didn't particularly care for was Nostradamus. Mm. Um, yeah, okay. I am is one of my favorite Nas mm-hmm. albums. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, it's good to get other people's a point of view. So, uh, you know, bully, we, we respect your, your top five. Yeah, yeah, we got, bully, we got thanks for niggas. kicking it with us, man. Yeah, yeah. We, we, bully, we, we, bully, we bully like always it, around, man. Man, we one day, we rock with you, bully. Yeah, one day, man. We're gonna we're gonna get you on, man. We're gonna have to get, bully, get bully on the on camera, man. We're gonna have to get bully, we're on. Get bully yeah. on the camera, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? If you're interested, bully. We would love to have you, man. Yeah, let's get bully on. So bully, bully just, on, make man, sure you tell, just, just make sure you tell your baby mama and your kids if you got them <laughs> get the out, don't be on the camera talking shit when we try to talk. Okay, uh, I don't know if you got kids or not. I'm right, saying, right, tell right. everybody to be quiet for two hours right. while you're on this show because uh, we're gonna get it in. I'm just bullshit. But no, <laughs> man, we res- we re- um we respect everybody, man. Thank y'all, man. We about to get ready to sign off in a minute, man. But uh, once again, we just want to tell everybody, man, thank y'all for rocking us with, a, with us late, man, up here on the bar, the podcast. We about to do a lot of different stuff. We about to do a lot of traveling. We gonna do a lot of interviews, man. So y'all just stay tuned, man. Make sure you tell your people to go subscribe and like to the show. I'm telling y'all, we're the first hundred people, man. We got a special gift for y'all, man. We gonna, we gonna do something special for y'all, even if it's free throws or anything, right? All so right. continue to rock with us, man. Bros, tell them where they can find y'all at, man, so they can go follow y'all as well. <laughs> hey, man. Again, man, Bully, Bully said y'all, y'all wow. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> hey, Bully, man, that's what we do, man. You'd have been with us long enough to know, man. You family now. You might as well get yeah. used to it. Um, but, yeah, man, y'all find me, man. Find me on Facebook, Adrian Dury. Um, find me on Instagram, UrbanGentleman85. And, of course, as always, man, I'm going to always pub put my boys man make sure y'all subscribing on facebook bars and buckets and the bars and buckets page and then the bars and buckets podcast crew which is our group on facebook um also make sure you you know subscribe to the youtube channel you know it all right where you at corn find me uh cornell shelby the second on facebook on uh ig gold underscore my underscore ceo 84 um Hey, once again, just want to thank y'all, man, for people that have been sticking with us. Bully, I appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Engaging with us, kicking it with us, laughing with us, man. Appreciate you for real, man. Check it. Come kick it with us next week. Definitely going to be drunk next week. Definitely going to be drunk <laughs> Come next kick week. it. The bully kicked it with a sober, bro. He's, right. He, 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 he's, all right. He's bully good. <laughs> he kicked it with a sober, man. So, man, man. today. Shout out to uh thank everybody, man. Yeah, shout out to No Excuses, man. Yo, ship, shout, appreciate you. Yeah, shout out, to, yes. shout out to shout out to Jay, shout out to J A, shout out to James checking in. Uh, you know, this our this our normal we got we got a new one this yeah. weekend, Juan, man. Shout out to Juan yeah. for checking shout in. Shout out Juan. Yo, I want to give a big shout out to Juan. 
Just want to give a big shout out to Juan. So Juan is about to be a dad again. His wife oh, is actually man. in labor. His wife is actually in labor. And I know he took the time to come kick it with us for a hot minute. You know what I'm saying? Big shout out to Juan. Big shout out to Juan. Prayers to your wife, bro. Successful you know it, man. delivery. Man, that's good luck to Ship. Love. Thank Show. you, Ship. Much right. love. You know what, man? Find me, man. Same old, same old Facebook, Reggie Moon 4, man, on Instagram, the underscore Nas underscore society. Look, man, we about to get back into it next week. We got even more dope show next week because next week, man, yeah, I'm just going to say, man, y'all want to tune into next week, man. We for got sure. something special for y'all. For sure. And we're not even drunk. I'm a little crazy, <laughs> but, you know, but, and, you know, we not yeah. even drunk. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Um, be sure y'all ready for take these free throws next week because we're definitely going to get it in, man. We're going to see y'all next week, man. Be sure y'all subscribe, man. We love y'all. As always, man, get your free throws in the air. Just get them balls and bars and buckets, man. We love y'all. We're going to see y'all next week, man. All right? Yes, One sir. Time. One love. You know what?